Across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. Dear God. Absolutely incredible. Now, coming up on tonight's show, dear listener, it's busy. We've got Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. We're continuing the great American novel. Um, We are compiling a list of people whose name ends with man, uh, honour black man, superman, uh, and I'm handing out nicknames that will be your nicknames for the rest of my time here at Talk Radio, which might not be very long. (laughs) Huh? Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Alan! Hi, Ian! Yeah, Alan, we've, we've not even started! I've just logged onto the... Watch me. You can watch me. Don't promise him. All right, watch. Come and watch facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee. You can watch me, guys. You can see me speaking as well as hearing me speak. And I'm wearing... Um, tonight's show is sponsored by... Jukundo! Bruce Lee martial art. Bruce Lee self-devised martial art. Jukundo! Sponsored... By Jeet Kune Do. Tonight's show is sponsored by Jeet Kune Do. Tonight's show, Alan, is sponsored by fighting. Ooh, People have been saying, go, Ian, you've got, Ian, you've got to do more topics. You've got to do more, do more topics. Well, tonight's show is a fighting special. I want to hear about fights you've been in, people that have beaten you up, people you have beaten up, fights that you've um, stumbled into by mistake, fights you've managed to avoid... Um, and the biggest number of people that have piled into you, 0344 499 1000, it's a fight special! Oh, God, fight for yeah? Yeah. Well, someone in every Friday night. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Alan? Every Friday yeah. night. Can I ask you a question, Alan? What's the question? Could you pick up the phone for me? Sorry, I was charging the mobile at the same time. That's better. Here's the second question. Have you been smoking the herb? No, I have not. Because you sound a wasted man. I had one pint of cider. Yeah. Cat it can't handle Liz. Boozy drinks, cat it can't handle Liz, boozy drinks, so cat it can't handle Liz, boozy drinks, now he's searching for his leather glove. I can see it now. I thought you were getting rid of the beard. Uh, Yeah, I bottled it. I was going to get rid of the beard um, today, and then I bottled it. I bottled it, and I thought, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I was on on Radio 4 today, Alan. I've heard it. I heard it. I, sh- <laughs> I got involved in an argument on Radio 4. I ended up... <laughs> my favourite... I don't really remember what happened, because I didn't feel very well. I still haven't burped. Um, like, so I've, this, this trapped wind bubble in my stomach is growing. So I still haven't burped. Mm-hmm. And I've got a sore throat. So 
It was hard for me to speak. But at the end, honestly, I was on Radio 4 on the media show, dear listener, um, talking about, um, you know, why I believe that radio should be, uh, you know, passionate and it should, you know, the, the, the whole thing last week about the style guide and while I thought that was terrible. Sorry? Oh, hang on. Mm. Facebook Live has kicked in. You, th- you can't handle your booze. Um, oh, so there was me. Anyway. Okay, there was me and some other guy who thinks that you know that um, the <laughs> we have different views on how radio should be done. And he was a nice guy, right? But um, at yeah. the end, it kind of got a bit. He was saying that there, there are too many words on the radio, and there's me going, "Oh, too many words! Oh, we don't want words on the radio, do we? Oh, Saki on Radio Four." I mean, where do you board the BBC Speech Day station? It is the Speech Day station. Um, let's just say I won't be working on Radio 4 again, and I will certainly not be working for the Jack Bauer Network ever again. Well, I, might, I, might, I would stand a better chance of working on the Jack Bauer Network if I'd have gone to the boss of Jack Bauer and done a whoopsie on his desk. I would stand more chance of being employed by Jack Bauer if I'd done that instead of if I'd ranted on this show and on Twitter and on Radio 4. There's the thing. Would Global be any better? Um, yes, it would be. Anyway, we're, 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 we're disappearing slightly up our um, uh, earphone socket here. So, Alan, what have you called in for? I want a nickname. Hey, straight away, first cab off the rank. And I have to get into my slightly zen state to find the nickname as it comes. The nicknames won't be coming from me, by the way. The nicknames will be coming from my spirit guide, Marcus. Um, who is a Native American chap. Not Native American, he's an Indian man. Um, he's not even the spirit guide, he's a bloke. Um, just, uh, I'm just feeling the vibes. Yeah, got your nickname. Now, when I hand it out, you have to stick with it. Okay. Caddick. That's my surname. Now it's your nickname. And the double has my surname as well. Exactly. Listen, they're not all going to be winners. Okay, can we change the screen, please, Catherine, to his nickname, which is now Caddick. Okay. The Cat Killer. That came from nowhere. That came from nowhere. Caddick. Caddick the Cat Killer. I like it. You got it. But like type it. it on the screen, Catherine. So if Caddick ever phones up Julia Hartley Brewer, she'll go, Oh, we got Caddick the Cat Killer coming on. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I am wondering how honest I can be with these nicknames. If I'm too honest... Um, it could be perceived as being cruel. And I'm not a cruel man. I'm a fair man. Um, good evening, dear listener. Busy show this evening. Um, you remember yesterday we started the um, Great American Novel, uh, which was um, made up of quotable quotes from books, films, nanas, plays, history. We're carrying that on today. That's going to continue all week, OK? So you can dip into that any point you want. I am giving away nicknames 
Um, we are looking for the list of the greatest um, people whose uh, name ends in man, Superman, on a black man. Um, I'm saying on a black man, not... I'm, I'm saying the actress, Honor Blackman. Honor Blackman. I'm not saying on a black man. Okay? So I'm not putting anything on any persons of colour. Nothing. I'm saying Honor Blackman. Okay? The actress. 0344 499 We've got um, Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. And here's the... Here's, it's a fight special as well. Your, your story's about fights. Anything to do with fights. That's a lot of topics. But here's the one. I still haven't burped since yesterday. Right. I mean... Agony is, a, agony is a strong word, which is why I'm using it. Because I am in agony. If anybody... Uh, I'll take that one next time it pops up. I'll, I'll take them straight to air. I'll take them straight to air, little bottler. I am in agony. So if anybody can tell me how I can burp, then for the love of all that is holy, please. I am suffering. This is... I can't even begin to describe how uncomfortable my body is. My body. My body. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you go to facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee, you can see me now pointing a pen at you. That's I got a little something for you. A little something. Oh, and there was um um another thing, but I've forgotten it. Barry Westwood. Hey, I feel I should call him Mr. Lee. You can if you want. Respect is um accepted. Very impressed, Ian. Very impressed with your uh, Radio 4 contribution. I, I, it was, you know, it was all right. I, I, I got very nervous, Barry. Very nervous. Well, I tell you, Ian, I'm certainly more comfortable um, uh, talking to you and on your show, but uh, the comments that you made, I can certainly connect with them. You know, you made the point about spontaneous stuff and wanting to know what yeah. uh, listeners are thinking. Yeah. Um, however, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit early on this one, yes. um, Ian. Go. But I'm hoping that my mate Ralph, uh, oh. a couple of weeks ago, we came out of a meditation class. I'd actually gone in front, but he yeah. came straight out of a chilled out meditation yeah. class into a fight. I'm hoping he might sort of... Hey, uh, flippin' egg! What the hell? He, from meditation to fighting, just a few steps? Well, I, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I missed it. You know, I'm, I'm a pacifist here. I don't like to see any stuff like that. But uh, Can I ask you a question that was thrown to me on Twitter the other day? Yeah, of course right. you can. Because I like to consider myself a pacifist. But, where do you stand on World War Two? That, that's a very, very good question. Yeah. And I'm influenced because we lost, I lost an uncle who was 21 at Anzio Beachhead, the same yeah. place that Roger Waters' father was killed. <laughs> so, every family, you know, certainly yeah. our family, was yeah. badly, badly affected. Yep. Um... I sort of mull over it, you know. Just there's no easy answer. War. There's no easy answer because because uh, I it, um, it could be argued very easily that World War Two was a just war, you know. And and I can't think of very many other examples. I can think of no other examples off the top of my head of a just war. But there, but by saying that that war was just, that means I'm not a pacifist because pacifists no. are against all war. That's right. 
that. The, the only thing I would say, Ian, is that, you know, maybe that was the big learning thing for us. Maybe from that we no. can see what can happen no. with the birth of Nazism and all the no. rest. No, well, <laughs> hang on a minute. And, and, if you, and if you didn't learn that lesson, you can learn it now as it happens again. Yeah. Um, I don't think we learned anything from that. And, and, and Well, no, I think we learned a lot from that. But that was 70-odd years ago. And, um, you know, to kid, you say to kids, something happened 70 years ago. Well, you might as well be talking about the Mary Rose. You know, it was, yeah. it's, so, it's so long ago. It'll be 100 years since World War II in my lifetime. And um, people forget, man. People <laughs> forget, Barry. It's a weird one, Ian. You know, I was born in 43, so, I mean, I can't remember it, but I was actually born when the thing was going on. Blimey. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this this friend of mine, I'm, he, I keep telling him about the show, and he said that he's going to call in, and, I, I mean, I'd be really interested, um, you know, for him to tell you about his This experience. is This is Ralph uh, the Fighter. This is Ralph, uh, my mate, yeah. and we left meditation class. I, I have a run back home, so he's a little bit uh, behind me, yeah. and he well, walked straight into this fight. Flip. Well, Barry, we can, we can, we keep our fingers crossed. You've, you've got us on tenterhooks. It's an, it's, it's a, it's a fun uh, question to kick around. If you're a pacifist, where, where do you sit on World War Two? Because it, it was a just war, wasn't it? Um, so, um, I don't know. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. A very, very busy show this evening. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Simon? Um, I've got a tip for you, mate. You've got a what? A tip. A tip? Yeah, I'm disabled. Um, you know, if you've got trapped gas, the best thing you can do is drink soda. You, do you, you mean know, do you mean fizzy pop? Drink. Fizzy pop. Yeah. It doesn't work with me. It doesn't work. It does not work with me. Um, it just makes me more gaseous. I don't know, that, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that normally works for me, but I, other than that, I've got no idea, fella. Why, um, you mentioned you're disabled, Simon. Yeah. Why? Um, I had a, I had a, a brain hemorrhage. No, why did you mention it? What do you mean, why did I mention it? Why, well, why did you say you were disabled? It's because I sound slow and I wanted to make the difference. Oh, between... oh, I see. I, 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 I honestly didn't, hadn't noticed. You hadn't noticed. I, no, honestly, I hadn't, I hadn't noticed at all. I, pro- I promise you. It's it's because I sound I sound I sound really slow on the video, and it's 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 more of an embarrassment than anything else. Is it really? Uh, well, I, 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 my hand on my heart, Simon. Yeah. Until you mentioned it, I hadn't noticed it. Now you've mentioned that you talk slowly. I notice it a little bit, but to me it just sounds like you're being thoughtful. It doesn't, it, it, uh, uh, it, it, it doesn't I, sound as bad to me as I bet it, it sounds in your head. Possibly, that's possible. I, I don't want to come across as a, a vision alcoholic or something. Oh no, oh bless you man, no you don't at all. Can, so did you, sorry, did you say you had a brain aneurysm? Well, yeah, it's... I had a bleed on the brain. Yeah. You know, uh, a best blood vessel, you know, so... Yeah. I'm slowly recovering from that. And, and will you make a full recovery? 
I knew you had that when I was 15, so, you know, it's... Yeah. And does it affect your, um, does it affect your thinking? No, no, yeah, I'm mentally, I'm mentally fine. Yeah. It's just frustrating that, you know, my mind wants to do things that my body can. Yeah, yeah, I so, bet. you know, it's... So your mind, you, and also, I imagine if, you, if, if you're saying it affects your speech, your mind, your, the sentences are piling up in your head, oh, and I your mouth's not, it, you know? your mouth's not, not delivering them as quick as you want. Yeah. Well, Simon, honestly, and I'm not, I'm, you know, I don't know if you listen to the show regularly, but I'm, I, yeah, I say absolutely. things as they are. Um, you, 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 I wouldn't have noticed, mate, if you hadn't pointed it out. Okay. And also, I, I should say this again on this show, because we've not said it for a while. Um, everyone's welcome to call in. If people, are, you know, struggle with stammers, or they struggle because they have, yeah, you know, um, like, um, you know, Jerry. Jerry's got Parkinson's, and he won't mind Jerry. me saying this. And sometimes... Jerry's all right, and we can understand what he says, and sometimes I, I can't understand it, and we sit there and we try and fathom it out yeah. together. And Jerry tweeted me yesterday saying um, that um, he does, he's not, when he calls up LBC, they don't put him on. Okay. Now, there's a reason for that. It's because LBC's gone bust this week. It's not there anymore. If you go to 97.3, it's just static. But um, that, really, that, that really upset me that because... Oh. His speech, he, uh, he struggles with his speech, that yeah. one of the biggest, you, one of the former biggest radio stations in this country wouldn't let him on to express his opinion. I think that's terrible. That's disappointing. It really is. Everyone's welcome, Simon. It's a three-hour show, and if it takes three hours to get a sentence out, then you know what? We'll sit here and wait, buddy. Okay. Nice yeah. one, man. Thank you for calling. Oh, whoa! That's nice to know, Matt. There we go. Um, Simon, nice to talk to you, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, speak to you later, Bye bye. There we go. Because my mum struggles with her speech, and I'm, you know, I just think if she phoned at LBC and they went, all right, love, yeah, we'll call you back, and then she never got a call back just because, you know, it's a 19 year old on the, uh, the end of the phone going, well, oh, I couldn't understand what they were saying. Well, make an effort, you know, make an effort. Because the more, you know, we, we normalise things, and it is normal, Jerry's got Parkinson's, Simon there had a brain aneurysm, you know, the more we normalise these things, the less chance there is of my kids or your kids pointing and laughing and, and um, or being scared, you know, kids get scared of, one of the great, one of the great things about my mum being in a care home is that, the, that my boys... They've grown up going to visit a care home every month or so. And they see, you know, my mum in a very poor physical condition. And they see people a whole lot worse. You know, people kind of sat there with their heads on one side drooling. You know, that kind of stuff. And I remember seeing people like that as a kid. And I was absolutely petrified. I was petrified and I felt uh, scared and uncomfortable. I felt really scared. Um, and that's, you know, that, that's a natural feeling. Fear is a natural feeling. You know, I'm not going to judge someone for being scared, but the boys, they see people like this all the time. Um, and they're fine with it. They're fine with it, as they should be, you know, because, hey man, we're all people. We're all people. Gatford! Hey, how's it going? I, I'm really, I'm really gaseous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's why I'm rushing a bit, because it's, it's, I feel a bit, what did you say of it happening on air? Is that why you're a little bit... Say that again. 
wouldn't, do you worry that it'll happen on air? No, I don't care. I just want it to happen. I'm worried that oh, it will never happen, and I will um, grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And then burst. Yeah, exactly. That's what. That's my main concern. Yes. That's what keeps you up at night. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a famous man. In ending or oh yeah, we list of so so far people that end people that end in man. So far we've got um, Superman, uh huh, and on a black man, on a black man, not on a black man. Yes, Mister Churchman. Who's that? Well, he was my old next door neighbour. He drove one of those princes' cars in the seventies. Oh, we had a princess car. Yeah, they, they were, were they like, were great cars, the princess. Sli- slightly two tone as well, and yeah. the front was a slightly different colour to the back, sort of back yeah. of it. The princess um, was a, ca- a classy, classy car. If you're typing things to me, Catherine, I can't see what you're typing, and I'm not closing down my phone box just so I can see your um, funny comments. Um, you'll have to you'll have to bring in notes every time. Here we go. This is what we we'll do. Old school. Every yeah, time yeah. you want to say something, type something funny on my screen. Uh, you have to put it on a bit of paper and bring it in and slip it. <laughs> but she can't, she can't speak. She has to bring the paper in in silence. Yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. I love it. The, the, yeah. the, of course, the, the, the poshest car in the world is the Princess Vanden Pla. Well, you didn't have that, but that's, that's a dream. We, right? didn't have, we didn't have a Vanden Pla. But no. um, what does Vanden Pla mean? Like, super plus? Very plus? Must be. I don't, I don't do German, so... Andrew says, Dear Ian, have you tried a couple of mouthfuls of lettuce? Sounds like you've got what? a bit of re- 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 reflux. But isn't that expensive at the moment? Hey, listen to this, listen to this. Richard says, Oh, Richard from the Glens, yeah, my nemesis, my nemesis. Yeah. Says, Ian, if you've got trapped wind, Andrew's liver salts will sort you out. Drink oh, it, drink it. It's like deja vu. I've had this conversation with you before. Drink it while it's still fizzing. And you'll get an uncontrollable rift. A rift? What? In the space-time continuum? Andrew's liver salts will do one of two things. It'll either settle it down or bring it up. And when when I mean bring it up, I don't mean the wind. You mean sick? Yeah. But will I feel better? Well... That, that's the stuff. That's the stuff that comes. That's the stuff that comes in that in the silver tin that you've got to prize open with a with a, a, a screwdriver, isn't it? That's the one. Right, yeah, yeah I meant one. to buy some today. I was in a like, boot. Like yeah, I meant to, and I forgot to. Yeah, but can't you just take a, a, a certain brand of like tums or something? Or no, whatever. the tums don't work. I'm taking. I mean, I got through like two packets of Zantac yesterday. Oh, blimey! Um, where's me? I, got, I bought I bought another two packets today. Um, oh dear! You had this. This is all do your sphincter, isn't it? This is. Do, I haven't got a sphincter in my mouth. I'd yeah, love, I'd love one. I'd absolutely love a sphincter in my mouth, but I haven't got one. And also, these new meds are really. Um, can I get some water, please, Catherine? These new meds are. Um, they're you they're causing her, terrible. You have to pass her a note. Yeah, well, I can speak to her, but she has to pass me. Now. Oh, okay, right. Anyway, Gatford, what do you want, man? Well, um, you've already given me a nickname, so I don't want one of them. No, no, no. I've got a nickname uh, for you. Man. Gary from Catford. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Can we change it on the screen Ed, to say Gary yeah. from Catford, please? That's your new nickname, yep. Gary yep. from Catford. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, and I um. Go back to where you were standing as your phone signal is breaking up. If I find oh. out you're in bed again, I'm going to come and do a dump in your bed. Well, 
Did you wait until tomorrow when I'm out? That'd be better. Anyway, uh, I spent some money and some time today. I put up the uh, camp bed in the front room. Yes. And watched the oh. film. Oh, so that. that I could research the, um, the, the the beds in the cinema thing. Yeah. And uh, I fell asleep, so I'm still against it. Okay, Gatford. That's, uh, sorry, Gary from Catford. No, too late. Too late. It's over. It's over. The White Cliffs of Dover. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. It's making me very agitated. This um, this must be what it feels like to be a pregnant woman. Uh, no. On a bit of paper, please. <laughs> it really must be what it feels like to be a bit of a pregnant woman. And I do feel proud. I feel very proud. I'm standing proud. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You want topics? You got topics, guys. You ask for topics. I'm giving you topics. It's a fight. Special. Give us your uh, fighting stories, please. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm handing out nicknames if you want them, but you might not like them. Can I just say, right? I'm going to hand out nicknames, and you may not like the nickname you get. Okay, you might find it quite upsetting. You might take it personally and be really offended by it you sure you want to play with the devil because hmm? that's what's happening tonight You're playing with the devil you call up that's exactly what i was thinking you call up you ask for a nickname i give you a nickname i'm the devil it's my nickname you might not like the nickname you get. Do you like them odds? You sure you want to play? Three people just put the phone down then. Did you see that? There were three people on the switchboard and they just put the phone down then. They didn't like the odds. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You feeling lucky, punk? The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. (laughs) Who's Tony Knox? I'm blocked on Twitter by Ian Lee, says Tony Knox on the um, Talk Radio listeners page. To be fair, I was a dickhead. I deserved it. I wasn't horrible, I was just not in a good place, and Twitter was my outlet, listening to Ian, it seemed easy to ridicule someone I liked. Here's the thing, and turn my depression on him, here's the thing, right, when I'm depressed, when I'm really struggling with depression, I don't go on Twitter and ridicule people, I don't go on Facebook and slag people off, and I've had a few people, where's my depression? Well, you know what? When I'm depressed, I don't go around being really rude about other people. So I'm not sure I buy that, Tony Knox. Nothing brutal. I bet it was brutal, because I don't block people on Twitter easily. But all the same, I listen every night. Best guy on the radio. That's nice. Okay, fair enough. Well, maybe we can... Maybe we can be friends. Post ten minutes later. I can't bear it, Ian Lee, anymore. It's crap. (laughs) Now, Tony Knox, is that your depression making you a dickhead again? Or is that genuine? Because 
literally ten minutes before that, you said, I listen every night, best guy on the radio. Ten minutes later, can't bear Ian Lee anymore, it's crap! Now, is that your depression doing that? Or are you just a massive bell? Do you know what I'm thinking, Tony Knox? I'm thinking the latter. I'm thinking the latter. 0344. Go and listen to something else, you muppet. Not LBC, they've gone out of business. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Evening, Cleo. Is that what it's going to be, Cleo? Yep. Jesus wept. Type it on the screen, Catherine. It's Cleo. Hello. Mate, listen, I said, I said, if people weren't feeling up to getting a nickname they may not like, then don't phone in. She was mad as a box of frogs. She was brilliant. I interviewed her. She for, was. She I was. interviewed her for the 11 o'clock show when she was building the stables with Johnny Dankworth, and I got to go and look all around it as they were building it. And I'm, t- I'm so ashamed. We spent most of the time, of course, talking about, um, about scat. <laughs> because she was... A scat singer. Is that him? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Kath, is that the number? No. <laughs> she was a... Yeah. scooby ba 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 scooby ba That's the fella. Last fella. Go on, you do it, Cleo. What, what, what she's still, it? she's still alive. I thought she passed away. I thought she... Anyway, um, she was... Let's get... We're going to get Cleo Lane on this show. That's exactly what we're going to do. I'm going to make amends, Cleo, by getting Cleo Lane on the show if she's up for it. Um, and of course, <laughs> scat also means something very different. So I was, I did a whole does, ten minute yeah, interview piece yeah, with yeah. Cleo Lane with making that awful, childish, uh, not, it's not even a pun, just an awful joke. Let's try and get Cleo Lane on the show because she is an absolute <laughs> legend. I thought she passed away. Johnny Dankworth passed away, didn't he? Yeah. Dankworth, that was it. Yeah, let's get Cleo Lane on the show. That's what, because she is, I know she owns the Sables. I was just saying, I went and looked at it when they were building it. She is an absolute legend and, um, Do you think she scats while she's eating? <laughs> exactly, and that's what I was doing. That was the whole package for the eleven o'clock show. Because <laughs> oh, Cleo, I'll be, I'll be honest, Cleo. I, I, do you like? I know it's it. Do you like jazz mags? And <laughs> um, uh, and scat. Those are the two jokes. I mean, awful, awful. What a way to speak to a legend. Another legend. The eleven o'clock show wanted me to get, and it was like the second week of the series. Um, they, um, it, it came out that um, Vera Lynn had been a spy, right? Yeah. And they were... So, straight after the recording of the 11 o'clock show one night, 9 o'clock, we drove down. I think she lives in Kent somewhere. And they wanted me to kind of do a similar thing on Vera Lynn and, and, you know, ask inappropriate questions that she wouldn't understand, but when they were edited in a certain way, would sound vulgar. And I couldn't do it, Cleo. I could not... Do it. So I just sat there and interviewed her, and the director is kind of whispering, Ian, don't forget the um, the questions that we've got. I'm going, yeah, yeah, I'll get to those in a minute. Um, so, Vera, what was it like being the forces suite? I couldn't do it. Rightfully so, I couldn't do it. Because the people like that, um, the people like that, you, you can't take the mickey out of. Well, being associated with staff, there's already, already an open goal there, isn't there? But yes, exactly. What could you say about that? Jasmine. No, exactly. You can't clear. What is it with jazz marks? Why did you used to find them in in the countryside and nearby? <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. I never forget when we were me and my sister were driving to see my father who was dying, and yeah. you come. We came off the um, M4 motorway to go. I don't know what road you go on. He was, he was living in Gloucester. 
And we stopped at a massive roundabout just off the M4. And I went, flipping it, look. And there was a bush with some bush in it. There was, there was a bush that had a couple of jazz bags in it. And I went, look at that. That's, that is the 1970s, personified. You think wildlife are, like, trying to reverse bestiality? Yeah, may, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow, fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fights, I'm not, I'm, a fighting I'm not special. A I'm, not a, I'm not a fighter. Yeah. Well, I've had a couple of fights. But yeah. one, it wasn't really a fight. It was in a pub. Yeah. Not at a bar, like a nightclub thing. And with one of my mates, I used to go out with a lot of girls. Uh-huh. And one of my mates, this lad tried to pull her. And she was having nine of it. Having nine of that lake. And blew him off, so to speak. Mm. And then about, she told us, came over like whinge and crying. Oh, this lad was trying to cut my foot. And about ten minutes later, we came over. And just elbowed her on the back of the head as you, as you walked past. Yeah. And I, I'm not a violent man. Ooh. He, he elbowed like, her? In the back of the head. Bang out of order. No, and no. And I was no. like, right. And I was drunk. I had, I had a few. Yeah. I went right. And I followed him to the toilet. Oh. And I don't know what the hell came over us. And he swore at us. I'm not going to say the word. But he went, are you with that bleeping no, no. bitch out there? Yeah. And I went, I just turned around and floored him. Oi! Never hit anyone. Cleo flipping, heck. But the thing is, I was crapping myself because yeah. I'd hit someone. Yeah. And his mates jumped on us. Trying to keep me off him. And I was like, he'd flatten us. I'm soft as class. I don't fight. Anyhow, but that's the only thing. That's not a fight. It's more like a <sighs> an ill, ill-thought-out response. I have never hit a man or a woman. I've never hit a woman. I should just say that. I've, ne- I've hit a child. <laughs> hit, hit a child with a full-on Oh, that's all right. You've hit yeah. children. That's no, I've thing. never... I've never punched someone with full force. Yes, I used to do the old uh, kung fu on a Sunday and would enter a few tournaments, oh. but you got pads on. I've never, and it's my greatest regret, I've never hit someone full force with a bare knuckle. <laughs> it was great. Do you know what? It was, it was, well, the, way, the weirdest bit about it was, yeah. me, I had to try and pretend like, ah, oh, you better not get up because I'll knock your head off, and I was actually bringing it. Yeah, you, you had to he's, made, tough to like, guy. he's not worth it, he's not worth it, Mara. And I'm like... Aye, you better stay down and all that stuff. <laughs> Flipping it. I felt class when I walked out the bar, boy. Isn't it, a, isn't it a crazy world, Cleo? Cleo. Anyway, listen, we're going to get her on. We're going we're gonna to send out an invitation. We're going to get Cleo Lane on the show. Absolutely. I thought, I thought she passed away, but of course it was Johnny Dankworth, a, a, a fellow that had passed away. Um, we shall get her on. I'm playing at a place. I'm playing at the stables on March the third. It's sold out, guys. Unlike um, Nottingham, where due to purchaser apathy, the show I was doing in Nottingham on April the something has been cancelled. Purchaser apathy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The phones have gone nuts tonight, so I can see loads of people calling. Okay, there's about four. Uh, once it's gone, there's three lines ringing through at the moment. So, you know, just, just you know, chill out, guys. Just chill out. Late nights with Ian Lee, talk radio. Late nights, Ian Lee, on air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Late nights with Ian Lee, Talk Radio, Mondays to Fridays, ten till one. Don't forget, guys, podcasts. Ahoy! I find it very hard to speak. Podcasts, ahoy! Um, if you go to iTunes, 
Type in Ian Lee. Uh, this show will pop up there, and we should clarify, because some of you are still confused as to when. I was getting loads of messages today going, when's Tuesday's podcast going to be out? When's it going to be out? Uh, what happens is, tonight's show, Wednesday, the podcast will be up tomorrow evening about 7, 8 o'clock. And Thursday's po- show will be up on Friday evening about 7, 8 o'clock. And Friday's show will be up on Monday evening about 7, 8 o'clock. So um, it just means we can get better podcasts, we can get more, and uh, people get to go home at a decent time. Um, and so you can type in Ian Lee on iTunes, that pops up. Also, The Rabbit Hole as well, which is a brand new show that me and Catherine uh, do. It's a pre-recorded uh, phone-in show recorded live in front of a studio audience. Does that make sense? No. Good. Um, we've got four more tickets left for this Sunday. If you go to uh, ticketsource.co.uk forward slash... Ian, and it was nearly, it nearly came out then. The burps, I think I might be giving birth. I think my waters are breaking. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian, I-A-I-N dash Lee. Four more tickets for that. Five more tickets left for the next performance ring, which is the week after. And that's the last one until the summer. Um, and the rabbit hole, you can get it on Acast and Pocket Cast and iTunes and all the usual podcast providers, guys. So two shows for you. Both completely different, and I know lots of you prefer Catherine over me. Um, well, she's uh, the rabbit hole is 50 50, guys. 50 50. Hassan! Lee, how are you? Mm, yes, you, Hassan! All right, I've just come back from Dubai for 10 days, so I've missed a lot of your shows. I did catch up some of, some of your podcasts, but been following your. Stuff on Twitter. I've uh, been trying to keep up with you. How Would you say I'm you? doing? I'm working on a joke, right? Yeah. Would oh, you no. say is Dubai in is Dubai in the Middle East? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say that. No, hang yeah. on, hang on. Where are you going with this? I'm working on a good joke here. Hang on. Right. I'm going to say I've just been on holiday to the Middle East. Right. You say Dubai? Question mark. Okay. Hey Hassan, I've just been on holiday to the Middle East. Dubai? Yeah, quite a bit, actually. They've got some great shops over there. Yes! That is a joke! That is, that is, that's up there with Jamaica. No, she went of her own accord. Singapore? No, he's quite wealthy, actually. And Jakarta? No, we got a plane! Uh, oh, whatever tickles your fancy, mate. Hey, I'll tickle your fancy a minute, fella, and you won't Ooh. see me coming. Uh, what? You won't see me coming. Oh well, I, might, I won't see you at all, mate. No, exactly. Right and I'll be wearing, I'll be um, wearing uh, ninja shoes, so you won't hear me. So when I do tickle <laughs> your fancy, it'll be a real surprise. <laughs> oh, mate, I, I read something as well on Twitter. I don't know if, if this is allowed to be discussed about uh, someone. Did they phone you uh, about someone who's potentially about to end their life? It was. Oh, it, it unfolded on Twitter after a right. show earlier in the week. A gentleman sent me a tweet saying, I've taken a load of pills and I'm killing myself. And um, uh, it was about half past one in the morning. And the good side of Twitter came out and loads of people rallied around and using um, top detective uh, stuff, we worked out what his name was and where he was. Um, And then by coincidence, a friend of his used to listen to my show years ago and she was following me on Twitter and she just, she was in bed and she just thought, I'm going to check Twitter before I go to sleep and saw that and was able to go, oh, I know him and blah, blah, Um, he was found, he called up the show the next day, he's in a bit of a state, but he's not dead, you know, and, um, that, That's all on podcast, isn't it, is it? It should be on It podcast. is in the podcast and you know what, me and Catherine, um, Denard, 
about whether we put that in the podcast or not, because we didn't, mm. um, we really were, were keen not to be seen to be exploiting him for um, entertainment purposes or for ratings. And we both, we really yeah. underlined. And in the end, we agreed that A, he'd called in to share the story. So he was obviously happy yeah. sharing the story. It had been on the radio. You know, I wasn't going to mention yeah. it till he called in. Yeah. It had been on the radio, so it was in the public domain. Um, see, it might help somebody else. Yeah. D, and the most importantly, is I really hope that he hears it. And that... I don't know. That something... I, I hope that he hears it. In my fantasy, Hassan. Yeah. He listens to it. And it, it causes a change in him and i don't i can't be any more specific than that. i don't mean like a sunday no, no, goes oh hey man life's all right and i'm not gonna kill myself but just yeah. a seed I, a, I i hope he listens to it and a seed gets planted in him yeah that's well, it I, I called you a couple of weeks ago and i felt really down and you yeah. helped me and then yeah. even in dubai i felt quite blind you know for what i am but it was just I was with family, and, and they left me outside the salon, and I waited there for two hours listening to your podcast. Oh. And I just felt really awful in that I couldn't walk off and do stuff on yeah, my own. And I, just, and, and I just tweeted about it, and, and then one of your listeners just just chatted to me for 15 minutes on Twitter, and I won't mention his name, but... Uh, how do you do, how do, you do Twitter if you're blind? Mate, everything talks to me now. It talks, it talks, it reads it back to you, does it? Okay, women, right. Everyone talks to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was. A, I wasn't Bye trying to phone. catch you out. That was a genuine. Hang on a minute. How, okay, right. It speaks. Yeah. My <laughs> phone. Every all of the yeah, phones have accessibility, so, so they all talk. But uh, yeah, have you ever watched a Bollywood movie? Do you watch? Perdesi, perdesi, janana he, mujhe chole ke, mujhe chole ke. Do mera, do mera, do mera, do mera, do mera. Hero number one, Jan, Jani, Jana, dam, bara, bara, bam, 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 bara, bam. Never seen one in my life, mate. What are you talking about? Wow, that was impressive. Yes, mate. That thank you. Impressive. Catherine's shaking her head because that's my. Those are my oh, go-to uh, songs. Yes, mate. I know Cat what I'm doing. Catherine, he got that spot on as well. The pronunciation and everything. Yeah, yeah? No, I know, mate. Because uh, the pronunciation. Because I'm, 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 I spent three months in Pakistan, and um, I know. I I, uh, you know, I, I absorbed the culture. But also, I grew up in Slough, where we had loads of Indian and loads of Pakistani yeah. and loads of Bangladeshi kids. So I learned all the swear words there, and um, yeah. I remember when I was about fifteen, about nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. 87, 88, Channel 4 went, had a season of showing Bollywood films on a Sunday afternoon, and I watched them. I watched them because I thought they were so wonderfully ridiculous and yeah. um, over the top. But, but that for Nasib is a classic. I haven't, I haven't seen that one, but it's just... It's just uh, I, I mention it because I tend not to watch them now because they copy Hollywood and they're a lot more vulgar now. They just steps away from what they used well, to Well, this make. is it. They used to be that you wouldn't even see a kiss in it. A kiss... You, you, no. you, there was no, like, bums or boobs or anything. And if there no, was if no, there no. was sex or something, if, to imply that sex had happened, <laughs> you'd see, like, a blossoming flower or something, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. You get a wonderful image like that. And, and is, have they gone a bit raunchy now? Sorry, I'm, I'm pulling out cables and stuff while I'm talking to you. Have they a gone lot, a bit raunchy? No, no, you go ahead. A lot more raunchy. Yeah. Um, you know, I would never dream in the 90s or early 2000s that I'd hear an F-word in Bollywood. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's all of that. There's girls wearing hardly nothing. 
their sex scenes. The kissing is normal now, almost. Yeah, that's a um, shame because that's what made them so so wonderful. Is that you know unique. that they were they were very respectful of the uh, human form. I know, and so whilst this is a predominantly an English show, yeah. I, I actually didn't, I've not been to a Bollywood movie for so long, but my mum wanted to go in Dubai and wanted to watch this movie called Kabil. Yeah. Then I was like, well, okay, just for you, it was on Valentine's Day, so I went in, and it was about two, well, a couple who were both blind. Oh, yeah. And and if those of you who can understand Hindi or want to watch it, I would... Definitely, definitely say go ahead, watch that. It made me cry. I was what as a grown man, I sat there crying to a movie in. I'm trying to think of the um When did you last cry? Oh no, no, I, that was um today. I'm trying to think of the name of the Indian actress that I had a big crush on. Oh, from the nineties? Yeah. Um uh, Jimmy Chavla, Madori. It began with a P. Uh, P. But her name began with a P. Oh, God. Um, not obviously. Uh, P? Yeah, but why are, you saying, why are you saying P like that? Was it, people's names oh. begin with P. I know, I'm trying to think out. I don't know. Um, I think so. I mean, uh, she was... Uh, she was uh, obviously not a Shilpa, no. No, she was um, something special, this one. What was that? Um, what was her name? Oh, flipping it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm never going to remember. I'm but never going to remember. It anyway, well worth watching this movie. Okay. Um, what was it called? Uh, Cowbill. Cow I Bill. won't spoil it at all. If you ever, Ian, it's amazing. It's okay. about a blind couple, and yeah. uh, uh, I won't say anymore. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice one, Hassan. You take care. Cheers, man. T- thanks a lot for calling. I appreciate that. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So many phone calls this evening. Let's go to Connor. Evening, Connor. Guten Abend. Guten Abend. I, look, I can see people have been waiting for ages. I don't know what we've done this evening. I've got enough up until the top of the hour. Oh, if we can get that um, young lady back, because she's been waiting for quite a while. We'll go to her. Um, th- th- I, I can see you and G have been waiting, and Charlotte has been waiting for a long time, and she's just gone. I, I do apologise. The phones, for some reason, tonight. Maybe, Connor, it's my appearance on BBC Radio 4 at 10 minutes to 5 this afternoon that's um, increased my callership. Yeah, I, I saw that on the uh, Talk Radio listeners page. Someone posted about it. Yeah, you didn't didn't listen. That's no, okay. I, no, fine. No, I was in I was in the cinema. I'm afraid. Okay, okay. Yeah, watching Lego Batman again. Uh, again. Yeah. Why again? Well, Charlotte's gone my for friend, a week, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my friend from London uh, came back, and I thought, well, it was either that or Fifty Shades, and so we decided oh. to watch Batman. Yeah, it's a good. Um, it's a good film. I, I, I was, I've got the boys small and I'm taking them to the cinema and I nearly opted for Lego Batman again, but then I, because that's pretty much what all the cinemas are showing, but I found a cinema near us mm. that's showing um, some Japanese anime type thing, Jimmy Two Swords or something. I'm not sure what it's called. Okay. So I'm gonna, we're going to go and see that instead. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. yes. What have you got for us, Connor? I, well, I'm off to Berlin tomorrow. Oh! Which is why. Yes. I was practicing my German. Yeah. Um... So I'm going to the Berlin Film Festival, yep. and I'm trying to see the last Wolverine film, which is having its world premiere there. Logan! 
Yes. His time, um, his, his time has come, Logan. Logan, your time has come. You're now old Wolverine, and uh, you, I know you've retired from the X-Men, but Jesus Christ, man, we bloody well need you out there again. We've got a weird psychic girl, and Jean-Luc Picard is well old now, and his base has collapsed. I've seen the trailer. I hope I'm not spoiling yeah. anything, Connor. I've, se- I've seen the trailer. No, 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 no. I, I've, I've seen them as well, yeah. Okay. It's going to be very violent, but um, that should be good. But I don't know if I'm going to get tickets, oh. because... They came out online, but they on um, Valentine's Day. Yeah. But they sold out in ten seconds. Oh. So I didn't get any. So I'm going to have to queue in Berlin to get them. Hmm. But that was kind of the whole reason I was going to Berlin. So I. You're going to Berlin just I to was, watch a Wolverine film. Well, it was my birthday on Saturday, my nineteenth. So I was going to go for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, yeah. Go and enjoy it, go and, you know, it'd be wicked. It's, it, it is very exciting seeing films in foreign countries. I know. I don't know yeah. why. It just and, feels um, very grown up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I have a German exam coming up as well, so I can practice some German. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> is sehr gut, yeah. Yeah, natürlich. Hey. hey. Oh, by the way. Yes? Did you get my email a few weeks ago? What was it? It was about a story I'd written. No. Oh. That doesn't ring a bell. About a cloud? No, it doesn't ring a bell. Oh. Send it again, ian at ianlee.com, and um, we'll... I'll, I'll, that's a yellow card! Sorry, I didn't actually no. realise you were going to put me straight on there. All right, that's, that's, a, that's a... In that case, that's a, um, it's a lime green card. <laughs> it's a lime green oh, card. Oh, my word, that jumped straight in. I was actually yeah. commenting on... I know. We know exactly what, what you were commenting on. We know uh, exactly what we're commenting on. I have to say this for a second. People on the Facebook page, you will have heard that. Apologies, dear Facebookers. You know we don't like bad language on this show. We have a zero tolerance. Let's say zero tolerance. I've given him a lime green card, but with apologies. Anyway, oh, yes, G, what, what you got? People are talking about. Yes. And I've kind of now absolutely forgotten what I oh. initially rang in for. But yes. what I wanted to start with is hip, hip, hip. hip and obviously hip, hip, hip. I got a kind of lime green card instead. Yeah. But I have... Uh, well, no, I have. I don't have famous men. I I know a famous man. Oh, yeah, people whose names end in man. I knew there was a reason for coming into work tonight. Yeah, I have two. Yep. John Inman. Oh, fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. And... Yes. The... John Barrowman. Oh, the man with the famous penis. Indeed. Oh, if well, anyone has, uh, it, it, has anyone's ever worked with John Barrowman, they'll have seen his schlong. His husband, sorry, it's his husband that has the famous penis. No, it's John, John Barrowman. He gets it out. He gets it out every every time he was working with people. Oh right, okay. You've seen it personally? No, I haven't. But I know. I've whenever I interview someone who's worked with him, I go. By the way, is it true about? And they go, Yeah, yeah, he does. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've seen John Barrowman's penis, haven't yes, you? Nudge, yes, nudge, wink, yes, wink. Yes, <laughs> you got does. any photos? Nudge, yes, nudge, exactly. Wink. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Thank you, G. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, it's a fight special. We're also looking for um, people whose names end in man. I'm giving out nicknames. Um, oh, we want more of your quotable quotes, you slackers. Talk Radio. Charlotte, you'll be next, then it'll be Stephen, then it could be you, dear listener. I'm not going to give out the phone number because the phones have been going mental this evening. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, can stop the music please Ed because I wanted to say something uh, that's actually um, is quite serious so uh, thank you. Um, I don't know how we stop this. It is, um, okay, you know I struggle with Twitter, okay? I find Twitter very dark and, 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 and helpful the other night. You guys literally saved a man's life. Literally happened. You lot did it. Well done. Um, but it can also be a very, very unpleasant place. And you get fake news, pranksters, trolls, people pretending to be dead men. Um, Barry from Watford been calling me for years and years. He must have been calling me for about 12 years. LBC, um, he was at Virgin and Absolute. He called me um, uh, Three Counties a few times. He called me here a few times. Um, he was brutally, brutally um, suffocated. Um, it was late last year. I've looked into this. I've got the details. Late last year, um, his son, Dave, who is a drug addict and a violent thug, suffocated his dad in... Um, in a Dutch oven. Um, for those who don't know what a Dutch oven is, I suggest, well, Google it. Not going to go into the details here. I, now, no one knows if it was just a bit of fun that got out of hand. No one knows if Barry was, had, had asked to be placed in the Dutch oven for some form of sexual thrill. I don't know. But he died. He died. And um, Dave has been um, sentenced to 14 years in prison. So who's tweeting me from Barry's account? Hmm? At Barry from what? W-A-T. Who's tweeting me from that? Tweeting me um, abuse? Here we go. Six minutes ago. I am alive, you long streak of wee-wee. Now, I've reported these tweets to Twitter saying that it's a dead man. That cyber hackers, um, trolls, have somehow broken in to his Twitter account and are pretending he's still alive. He's not alive. Um, I'm thinking of forwarding this on to... uh, Alexis Comran as well of the uh, the Real Hustle at the weekend, um, because uh, if you are approached by anyone claiming to be Barry from Watford, um, it's not him. He died. With that in mind, on with the show, Charlotte. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Charlotte. I'm going to stand up, Charlotte, because uh, maybe that will ease the discomfort. What I am feeling. Um. Uh, uh, an idea is if you go on your hands and knees, it sometimes right. untwists the intestines. And I don't, I don't know if I need my intestines untwisted, but I, I will get down on my hands and knees. I'll give it a try. Yeah. And yeah, and sort of 
move your tummy around and sometimes it releases things. Okie dokie. So have a little, uh, 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 I'm on my hands and knees. <laughs> uh, well, a little waggle. Oh, it feels good actually. <laughs> I'm doing it. Oh, I, I do want, it. I'm going to press a, um, hang on a minute. Oh, here comes Catherine. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Charlotte has told me to get on all fours and waggle. <laughs> She said it might loosen something. Well, that's why I'm leaving the room. Ah, uh, okay. Hang on. I've actually got oh, a gosh. What? Don't, don't. Hang on. Oh. Okay. Any success? Um. Mm. No. No, but I'm, I okay. can stay down here for a bit. Hang on a minute. Just, okay. Yeah, I can stay down here for a bit. Um, yeah. I, oh, <laughs> knackered that now. Hang on a minute. There we go. Um. Yeah, um, no, it's not helping, but um, I, I, I'm uncomfortable wherever I go, Charlotte, so I might as well stay down here for a bit. You feel free. Thanks very much indeed. Um, anything else? I've got a man. Well, I'm pleased to hear it. I'm married as well. Oh, sorry, for the... I thought you were showing off. Sorry, for the list. Yes. People whose names Marty. end in M. Go on. Marty Feldman. Oh, Marty Feldman with the eyes... Really? With the eyes, yes, yes, of course. Um, yeah. Marty Feldman, he was um, he was strange because he was qu- he got quite big over here in the sixties, and then he went to America. I think he had a TV series in America. He did, didn't he? He was yeah. quite a big star over there, and made a few films, and then he um, he died, didn't he? And like his his he's about thirty nine or something. No idea. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll park that, we'll park that, that, I can't, um, oh hang on, I've got one, Spider-Man. Uma Thurman. Who? Uma Thurman in, um... Is she, oh. is she related to Uma Thurman? Yeah. <laughs> Yuma? Yeah. All right, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't stop that. <laughs> Uma Thurman. Uh, Uma. I said Uma, not Huma. No, um, but it's Uma. 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 Okay. Uma Thurman. Yeah. There must be... A, okay. Um, Jack Nicholson. Sam Boardman. Uh, oh, here we go. The, um, the, ger- <laughs> the Germany... The Germans. The Germany, please. They sound like a swear word. They bought me my, my mass chip shop. The Germans. The Germans. The plane that sounds like the F word. Yeah, this one bought me shop. Sorry? <laughs> don't overdo it. I'm doing it properly. Stand and I've got another one. Yeah, go on. Oh, George Foreman. The grill man. Boxer man. Um, yeah, we can allow that. Did he design... Okay. Right, here we go. This is a genuine question, okay, for the listeners. Mm. Did he design the George Foreman grilling machine? Or did a grill master man come up to him? I don't know if there's a brand of grills called a grill master. I don't mean that. But did, they, did the company approach him and go, George, we've invented this griller, <laughs> but we we just can't get any traction. We can't sell it. We know it's great. We really think if you put your name on it and go on QVC, it will make us a lot of money. How did that happen? Wow. I think he probably just endorsed it, didn't he? <sighs> For lots and lots of money. Yeah, I'm just going to stand up again. Turns oh. out wiggling, wiggling about on all fours don't do, don't do me no good. I'm not, <laughs> as, I'm not as fit as I used to be in every sense of the word. Um, okay, Charlotte, thank you very much. All right, then. Good night. Ta-ta-bye. Bye. 
everybody's phones are going a little bit bleepy, aren't they, this evening? Um, Ian Addison from Jethro Tull coming up later on. Um, we spend a good part of the interview talking about the curse of being called Ian. It's a limp name. Oh, let's go to Stephen. Evening, Stephen! Evening, Ian. It's been a while. Last time I spoke to you, you were on Absolute Radio. Flip it. Hang on. Well, there's me thinking, gosh, what was well, Stephen? Did we speak last week? That was five years ago, you prune. Yeah, Igor and Deb from five years ago, back again. Well, but, um, what did we talk about, he said, knowing that I wouldn't remember any of it? Uh, I can't remember. Oh. I've slept oh, I know time. who you are! I yeah. know who you are! Oh, my God! <laughs> you, well, okay, well, listen, this is great. This is time travel, okay? Because if yes, I remember correctly, Stephen, you um, were setting up a business. This is brilliant. You were setting up a business, um, renting out water pistols. Yeah, that's our crew. That's not and even it, talking and about people, that. No, 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 no. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you were setting up a, you had a business... Where you, it was like paintballing, but with water pistols, and you would phone up every night and, and, and were convinced you were going to make a fortune from this. And, and me and my producer at the time, Eloise, we were both a little bit sceptical. How much money did you make out of the water pistol business, Stephen? 500. You never did! I went on to Twitch streaming after that because unfortunately it wasn't that great. No. Twitch, not Twitter. Oh, Twitch, okay. And now I bring in about a grand and a half a month. What, on Twitch? On Twitch. How, what? Right, for those who don't know, Twitch is like this online channel where you can stream yourself playing video games. You're telling me you're earning 1,500 quid a month, 18,000 pounds a year on Twitch? Yep. I'm calling you out as a liar, Stephen. It took about three and a half years to set up and get up and running. I, I, I don't... I do not believe you. I, hey, listen, man, if it's true, <laughs> then that's beautiful. I don't believe you. No one ever does. Don't worry. No one ever does. All right, let, let me find you on... on um, how do I find you on Twitch? Um, oh. You need to search the channel. Yeah, what's the channel? Channel, I'll spell it out for you. Lissana Strus Gaming. It is L-I-S-A-N-N-A-S-T-U-S-S. Yes. All right, let's... Uh... Oh, there's a R between the T and the U. Okay, okay, Lissana Strass, and you're Lissana Strass G1 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mate, you've got four followers on Twitter. You are not, yeah, Kate, you are not getting 1,500 quid a month with don't four... Use well, um, no, you haven't used it for a year. All right. Um, okay. So you don't use Twitter for it. I'm going yeah. to the channel now. You had three names, didn't you? Weren't you Stephen something something? Uh, that was years ago, man. I can't even remember. Well, you'd remember your name, Stephen. Wouldn't you? Not on that, no. <laughs> um, right. 
donations. Um. Yeah, the donations have changed for a while ago, but I'm making not, make enough money on mate, multiple different platforms. So, you've got four videos on there. The last mm-hmm. video was uploaded on July the 7th. You don't save the videos. If you save the videos, you get copyrighted by Twitch because of music. Okay, so there's no clips. There's no videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, there are no, it doesn't tell me how many followers. You've got 93 followers! Um, 93 followers, I'm saying. So you're telling me that 93 followers give you 1,500 quid a month to watch you playing Mario Kart? Mario Kart, that's old school. I don't play Mario Kart. All right, whatever you play, but the 93... Give you fifteen. That's, that's the thing. You don't have to rely on your followers to give you income. Right. So, so you, you have the randomers which come in. The randomers which come in. You can get anywhere from twenty to two thousand people come into your stream at any one time, and that's how you make your money. Show me this. I want to see that. There must be somewhere. It is. Because all of these social networking things... I'm just texting Anna Louise to tell me tell her that you're phoning in, because this will blow her mind. Um, <laughs> yep, it will. Um, all of the... Well, all of these um, social networking sites are based on numbers, okay? It's all about how yep. many likes, how many retweets, how many, um, you know, followers have you got. So there must mm-hmm. be somewhere on here I can see a, a very high number. Now, whether that be donations... Or that be um, viewers, or that there must be somewhere on your Twitch channel a very high number. Well, a very high number I can tell you. Yes, is total viewers over a period of six months. Yeah, where do I see that? It's directly underneath the video screen. Where? Oh my god! There should be a little eyeball-like signal. And then next to it is a number. Yeah. And that's every six months. Thirteen. Nope. Yeah, there's an eyeball. Total viewers. Yeah. Uh, Total viewers. Yeah. 2,539 in six months. Where does it... It doesn't say that, though. It says 13. I've got 2,539 here. You're Trust, yeah? Yeah, Lissanus Trust. And you play Lissanus Trust. And you play Eve, yeah? Yes. 13 people watched it. That was last stream. No, you're looking at the wrong thing. What am I supposed to? What? Flip it! God, I remember how frustrating <laughs> <Yeah>. you were! <laughs> I, I wish you were doing the water pistol business! <laughs> me, you both. <laughs> well, listen, listen, Stephen, I'm glad you found me, and if, if it's working for you, buddy, that's beautiful. Well done. And I'm glad to see you're still on the radio, my uh, friend. Stephen, um, listen, we'll speak again, mate. Take care, fella. Bye-bye. Hey, yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Isn't that funny? I, I remember... Oh, God. Well, he's grown up into a... a is that... Can someone... I don't want to call the fella out. You know, listen, if he is, that's beautiful. Well done. Who wouldn't want to earn 18 grand a year playing video games? I would. I'd love that. Um, I, I don't want to call him out on that, but uh, the, the Twitch is... Because uh, I, I, I um, registered with Twitch. I think I'm Mr. Ian Lee on there. 
but I've got because I've got really poor internet in my house. It's very very laggy, um, and so you just, you just you sit you sit there playing a game, and they can see you, and people comment while you're playing, and all they were saying was, "Yeah, this is really laggy." Yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand late nights with Ian Lee Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, dear listener. You can watch the show if you go to facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee, my Facebook page. Have a little look around while you're there. Follow me on Twitter as well at Ian Lee. I A I N L W E. Um, one more bit of business. You can download the talk radio. I think my flies might be undone. Yes, they are. You can download... I felt a breeze. You can download the talk radio app for Android and good phones. If you go to your store online, talk radio, and you can listen to the shows via there. That's how I listen to it in bed. That's how I listen to uh, Bob Mills and um, Howard Hughes on a Sunday night. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We are compiling a list of people whose names end with man. I am still, I've not burped and I'm feeling bloated. And there's going to be a big, and it's, um, it's got to be a burp. A fart would not su- suffice. And I, no, I hate, to, I'm, I'm being, it wouldn't do it. It wouldn't do what needs to be done. It needs to come up through the esophageal passage um so I, if anyone's got any tips on how i can burp i just, just seriously it's a fight special tell us your fight stories please and um oh whatever else you fancy i don't care oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand good evening robert hello how are you i'm feeling windy i'm actually yeah, i'm actually what? really really uncomfortable oh yeah take a deep breath take a really deep breath yeah then Squeeze your belly. Yes. Then it should come. Oh, it doesn't work like that, man. Oh, Jesus. Yes, even he couldn't cure this, I don't think. <laughs> anyway, Robert, don't worry about me. What have you got for us? Yeah, I'm just asking about your periscope on YouTube. Just want some updates. When's it happening? I've got a lot of friends I've invited to watch your show and... I don't... What do you mean? I've got a lot of of friends I've told, look at Ian Lee on Periscope, he's brilliant, you love it, he's got a 360 camera... We did did that, we did that tonight before the show. Oh, did you? Yeah, we did one tonight before the show, Um, so that's up, and we're, we're streaming on Facebook tonight... And we might do Periscope tomorrow. And also on Sunday night, we're going to Periscope um, the rabbit hole recording uh, Sunday night. Oh, that, that was good, by the way. I liked your show you done with uh, a lot of the usual guests you have, but yes. you well, I d- download the Rabbit Hole podcast, Robert. That's all I can say. But Sunday night, we're recording one and we're going to Periscope it all so you can watch and <sighs> join in. But that's what I was on to see. Are you are well your uh, friends then all a bit geeky when it and I mean that as a not as an insult when it comes to periscoping <laughs> things then? Oh well, half of them are, but half of them don't believe what I'm saying. They go, "Wait a minute, Ely's not been on since December. Huh? What are you talking about?" Oh. 
but I think I've been watching you on Facebook and I've confused it. Maybe. I'm trying to, try to like, say, no, I watched only, it was on last night, it was brilliant, and I've gone, no. We no, haven't no, done no, as much yes. Periscope this year as we did we did last year. We wanted to focus on the, um, the, the radio output, as it were, but we're going to do a bit more Periscope um, over the next couple of weeks. So how did you go on yesterday with the Valentine's Day? Did you get the good lady some flowers? No. No? Why? It's all a bit silly, isn't it, Valentine's Day? But it's a tradition. Yeah, well, exactly. It's a silly tradition. What did, you, what did you do for um, Valentine's Day? I just got flowers and a card, but, some milk what, tray. Right, how much did that cost? Nineteen ninety-five at Asda. Twenty quid you spent on a crappy card. How fact, many? I did. I how got many... a bag, so it was five pence. So it was twenty pounds. Uh, really. How much did you? Um, how many flowers did you get for that? It was twelve red roses. <sighs> it was amazing. Why was it? Why was it amazing? <laughs> because you thought, oh, that is real love. That's not real love. Real love, real love is if you do it on January the third or August the nineteenth or um, March oh. the sixteenth. I know he said sixty second. That's real love. Doing it on a day that uh, you're told to do it by the suits. <laughs> that's not real love. Not the suits. It's more of the guys in the like jogging, the jogging bottoms and t-shirts. Don't do. fall for the corporate bullshine, Robert. Oh man. Um, no, I didn't do anything. I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that nonsense. And also, I'm, you know, I'm too busy. My boys, you know, my boys made it, my wife a card and... That's better. Yeah, that's, that's better. actually better. That's better. That is probably the best way to do it, through the kids. Well, no, but it wasn't for me. They just did it. I didn't even tell them to do it. They just did it spontaneously. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Just keep the periscope. Keep going, keep it going, man. Keep nice it going. Up. All right, Robert, I will. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, right. We'll, if I remember, we'll do one tomorrow. All right, mate. Take care. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Thanks. <clears throat> no, Valentine's Day is not uh, celebrated in our house. Uh, this, you know, I, that's not me being. Um, well, it's me being a little bit grumpy, I suppose. But it's just, what's the point of it? You, restaurants put up the price of their meals. You buy these rubbish cards, um, and the tradition, of course, is the Valentine's card is sent anonymously. Well, that's just creepy, isn't it? That's like stalker territory. Imagine, you probably can't do that now in 20... If you're a 17, 18, 25-year-old young man, and you fancy someone at school or college or in the workplace, if you did, if you sent them an anonymous... Um, I've been watching you and I think you're absolutely fabulous. Will you be my Valentine? You get, uh, uh, the, the pol- you'd see the police coming in over to Sharon's desk going, and she'd say, this is it. And they'd be, they'd be looking around, they'd do a fingerprint test and they'd fingerprint everybody. Then you go to prison, um, and you would die. So no, you can't do, well, I've, because the, 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 the reason you would die is, um, because you're not used to prison ways and um, you feel absolutely awful. And there, of course, is a burgeoning problem with spice, which is a very strong drug in there. And it's a drug where you don't know if it's going to be strong or weak. So you would have a bigger dose of spice than you could stand and it would kill you. That's why you die in prison. Um, 
So, it, I, I think that, you know, it's very creepy. It's very 1970s. It's a little bit stalkerish to send out um, Valentine's cards. I tell you the Valentine's cards I like. And they did it again this year. Um, when the cops send out Valentine's cards to um, criminals. I love it when they do that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Police sent Valentine's Day love letters to their most wanted suspects. Oh, I think that's. I love all this. Oh, the police. Why don't they go around and arrest them? Oh, shut up. But their cheeky messages had the serious intention of generating clues to find them. The officers who penned yesterday's online missives said Sussex Police is feeling lonely this Valentine's Day and is looking for a date with some of its wanted people. We live at 999 Lesby Avenue. Lucia Biffy, 26, wanted in connection with shoplifting offences, was told in a Valentine card. Lucia Biffy, such a beautiful name. It's a shame we are parted, but we'll meet again. Lucia Biffy, please call me my love, my sweet, we must meet. This game is just boring, it's all hide and seek. The, the, the poems could do with a bit of work. You know, you want to get a decent writer in. Kyle Gilmore, 23, who has breached the terms of his licence since being released from jail, was wooed with the message, Sweet Kyle, don't make us sad, don't hide away, you know you've been bad. Kyle Gilmore, come back, my love. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, that's a bit weird. Um, um, and well, I like all that stuff. I like it when coppers do that. People get really funny about it, don't they? If a police says d- does jokes on Twitter, bare jokes on uh, 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 Twitter, I like it. Bit of sense of humour. It's what we want from our coppers. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. For the first time since the show began, I have an empty switchboard in front of me. Please come and fix that. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Catherine, come, come hither, come join me in the studio. Uh, it's a fighting special tonight, dear listener. Your stories about fighting, if you've been in a fight. I te- Oh, I tell you what the boys did. I was just reminded, because of course at school when there was a fight, everyone would get in a circle and go, fight, 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 fight. The boys said, Daddy, we've got something to show you. And they had their tops off, as they often do, my bizarre children. And they put their arms around each other and started marching around the room and saying, we are the boys. We are the boys. Ah. And that's obviously the school thing. And I said, oh. I used to do that. We used to do that Uh at school. And the lyrics and the tune for the song we used to do were, Who wants to to play play war? No girls allowed. Who wants... And there was another one. We won the war in 1974. This would have been in about 1978. But who wants to play war? No girls allowed. So I taught them that. We used to say, we had two. Yeah. particular favourites um, there was who wants to play Star Wars okay who yeah, wants... yeah or another great favourite but, but boys and girls were allowed to join in with well, that well with Star Wars there was only really one girl's part although we did invent a couple of extra yeah. tricks because yeah. you know some of them would persist me included I wanted to play yeah. so I was Princess Leia's like ugly sister and that yeah uh, or we'd play 
Anybody in the way gets a kick up the bum. Oi! Yeah, exactly. And it would end up, you were either on the end of that line or you were the one getting kicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be the entire playground would be empty. There'd just be this swinging arm. Is there a book? So you will know, dear listener, is there a book that details the history of playground games and chants. Wouldn't that be great? And wouldn't it be? In, wouldn't You'd it be, need a tape with it, wouldn't you? Well, wouldn't it be good to know though that, say, for example, you know, who wants to play? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that went back to Victorian times, or, or you know, because obviously all the nursery rhymes come from Victorian times or before. You know, "Ring a Ring of Roses" about the plague and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but you do wonder how many of the games, if the if my kids playing games that I played 35 years ago. And I know that I was playing games that my parents paid, played 15 years before. Well, then how far back, mm-hmm. how far back does it go? Well, of course, the, and, uh, and, uh, do they still do this? Good morning, Mrs. Nana. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. I remember once we got in so much trouble with Mrs. Riley, our headmistress in the... Um, no, uh, yeah, in the primary school. No, it wasn't. It was Mr. Collins in the um, uh, in the middle school because he said we were doing it sarcastically. Well, this it's a sarcastic <laughs> tune. Story of your life, isn't bit, it? <laughs> but the whole school and he kept getting us to do. It, he's going, no, you are being sarcastic. Wow, do it properly. Sounds like he was having a but it's a, day. it's a well. Uh, he's the fellow that gave me the slipper. Ah. It is. It is. Um, it's a sarcastic tune. There's no, there's a, it sounds bored. Yeah, it's a sarcastic tune. Ed, you just missed a phone call, dude. Come on, focus, focus, focus. Um, the 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Yes, Chris! Hello. Uh, good evening, Good Ian. evening, Chris. Um, are you shouting again? No. Because every time I listen to you on the radio, I've got to turn the radio down slightly. It's cause, that's because um, the, we're broadcasting so powerfully, your radio <laughs> can't handle it. <laughs> You've been banging on about Valentine's. Okay, i d- I done a stupid thing and I bought my partner some flowers. Oh, yeah. I did. And she said, thank you for buying me those flowers. That's great. So, okay, I, it's, it's not just Valentine's Day I buy her flowers. I, I, I do it other days as well. A great so, story. I know I've... No, it's, no who's being patronising now? I am, Chris. <laughs> Get... But why'd you buy them on Valentine's Day? Was it ever, you know, surely That's it's romantic. Surely it's oh, romantic it's not... to do it on, on, to do it not on Valentine's Day. Actually, actually, I will say actually. Yeah, you said it three times. Yes, right. And I'll say it another I'll, time. I'll say well. it once. Actually, I didn't. I I didn't send the flowers on on Tuesday, Monday. So. Does that make any difference? What was the chance? Cheaper, yeah. What were the chance you used to shout in the playground? Oh gosh! Should, should I mine? Who wants to play war? No girls allowed. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. We won the war in 1974, and you'd have your arms around each other, and it would get bigger and bigger. We won the war in 1974. It's a good one, that. I didn't know. I no, you throw me now. I you didn't, you didn't have any chance in your playground. We don't normally don't... do kiddie stuff, but this is slightly different from old games and sweets, so I'm, I'm quite happy to take calls on this. 
What? So what did you call in for, Chris? Pardon? B- because, uh, um, because you was shouting again. Okay, so you, you called in just to tell me to stop shouting, did you? <laughs> well, I wish you would, actually. Yeah. Just sort of calm me down a little bit. Okay. I, I, okay, well, that's interesting. Um, See, I, 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 I'm going to try and patronise you now. You don't need to try, Chris. <laughs> um, so, why do, you want it, why do you want it calmer, Chris? Why do you want it calmer? Well, I don't know, because you keep on shouting all the time. Well, if it was... There's a, no need of it. You're right, there is you no know, need of it. You know, you know like, I, I notice... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Both my my partner and I we, we, we are blind. She's a French lady, yeah. Yes. Okay. She is. And uh, I don't. Um, I. Once she starts speaking French, I start speaking Welsh. Yes. And we we. <laughs> So, really, we're not compatible, really. (laughs) But I I notice, like, even if I'm watching, I try and watch TV now, or if I listen to radio, every time the adverts come on... They're louder than the programme! Exactly. Yeah, that's and what they do. Listen to you, that's what they do with that. You're no, that's even a... louder than the advert. No, that's that's, that's um, <laughs> See, the... and you're making me start in the shout now. No, that's got you. T- it's got you talking. We'll get you talking. That's the strapline <laughs> of the station, and I've got you talking, Chris. Well, I do like listening to you. No, I do. so do you really? Yo? Honestly, yes, of course I do. Yeah. I, I look. I told All you. Right, before you go, we we um. um we're coming up with people, a list of people whose name ends with man. Uh, name ends in what, sorry? Man. Right. Give us one. Newman. Uh, I, I need a first name. Um, Michaela. Michaela, Michaela Newman. Who? Oh, no, no. Who is Michaela yeah, I Newman? I don't know who's listening to me on the radio now. That's, no, that's a long time ago. <laughs> Michaela Newman? No, 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 no. I didn't say that. No. So, we, I need Newman. Who Newman? You just said a surname ending in yeah, M-A-N. But I need a per- It's got to be a person. I just give you a person. Newman. But who Newman? Are oh, you winding me up now? No, I'm. I'm but the thing it's is, I'm, I'm. I'm actually not. Who Newman? <sighs> who Newman? I'm not responding to you. Who Newman? You are. You winding me up now. I'm. Who Newman? How has this turned <laughs> into an argument? Who no, Newman? Uh, 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 Catherine. I will never turn it into an argument. He just shouts You're arguing all the with me. Who Newman? <laughs> it's not a trick question. Who Newman? It, it, it sounds like a trick question. It sounds like it, but it's not. Who? That's how clever I am. Who Newman? <clears throat> well, uh, we, uh, we, uh, say, say Paul uh, or Nanette. Other people can judge that, how clever you are. Yeah, okay. You, you who knew, who, who so you, Newman? So you think you're clever, Joe? Yes, I do. I think I'm very clever. <laughs> Chris, Chris, we've just given you three, but you didn't listen. Who Newman? Oh, see, I'm being stupid now. Yes! Who Newman? Nanette. Gary. Oh. Paul. Who Newman? Well, not... <sighs> 
What do you mean, Nanette Newman? Thank Boom. you! There we go! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to George. Evening, George. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Hi, Ed, everyone. How's it going? Wow, someone's drunk with um, love this evening. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've had a, a yeah, I've had a bad few days, so uh, I'm just uh, having a nice evening tonight. Treat myself to some happiness. Oh, what what does that mean? Here we go. <laughs> you're, dr- you're drunk. You're drunk. Well, uh, you're on drugs. Uh, Right, actually, you've got a masseuse right now, coming round. In a Dickensian way, I'm sat here stitching up a hole in my trousers. Yes, um, but you know, and that's just even more to add to the fun. If I'm still here to sew our trousers together, I'm still here to have fun, have a nice time. Yep. Well, good that's, stuff. Uh, that's I've what it's all about. For you. George, yes. man name. Well, first, <sighs> where is the hole? Où est le trou? Oh, uh, I don't want to tell you because you'll only turn it into some. Sort is it the crotch? Is it the crotch? No, it's the pocket. Oh. Oh, com- <laughs> comedy skit out of a hole in the pocket. Pocket billiards. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's, it's it's the pocket I keep my wallet in. Oh. I've been uh, scared stiff. <laughs> you don't get, see, we don't get any more. Right. <laughs> you don't get coats where the inner lining goes so that you have things floating around Inside your coat. Oh, yes. That used to happen all the time. Listen to this. Go. When I was at um, senior school, there was a particularly unpopular teacher because she was really grumpy and nasty. Yes. And she was quite a large lady. Yeah. And one day she came into school and she was hobbling more than usual. And what had happened was, and as she told us this, we all had to stifle our giggles because she was such a serious woman and... Oh, it was hilarious. What a hilarious injury. She said that she'd had a pocket with a hole in it, Uh and in the pocket she had placed a rather sharp pencil. (laughs) I know. The pencil had worked its way into the lining of her coat, and she'd forgotten all about it until one day she she was walking awkwardly, and the wind blew it between her legs, and the pencil jabbed her square in the thigh. (laughs) And her other thigh pushed it into into her leg. (gasps) Would you, oh, where, where, so it's she inner stabbed thigh. herself with a with a pencil that was in the lining of her by coat. a woo woo, <laughs> flipping neck. That makes you think, doesn't it? Eh? That makes you think. She was horrible. We loved that one. Are we? Uh, 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 that makes the kids worse, right? Uh, she was yeah. nasty, but we were nastier for loving that. Ed, come on, man. Whatever you're doing, please. I don't want to keep saying it. Stop it, man. And the phones are ringing and he's not answering it. I don't know what he's doing, George. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's just having a nice time. Um, I do, but I, well, anyway, um, yeah. But you used to get that a lot with with coats mm. that bits. You, you, I, I constantly. I remember I had a, you'd have this, to work it through this lovely coat. Yeah, but there was always money. And if I was short of money, I just put my hand in and work around. And go, oh, there is fifty p. Beautiful. Yeah. But you don't get that anymore. Yeah. Kids <laughs> these days don't know they're born. Do not know they are born. Anyway, George, so you're, you're darning tonight. Yeah, doing a bit of that. Good also, for you. It's a, di- uh, it's a dying art. You we can't don't... sew, can you? Uh, oh, I, I love it. I can sew, but I can't finish off. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I can't finish off. So you just you, you, you sew, and then you put your foot in it, and then it, it, it unravels. It unravels. I can't finish it off. Ah, uh, dear. That's the thing. 
So, um, yeah, that's, um, that is frustrating. Mm. But I, but otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm very wealthy. I can buy socks. I can buy new shoes. Yeah, trues. but I'm thinking more buttons. Oh, I can't do, I, I can't finish off. How do you tie it off? I'll show you one day. Well. You never watch when I'm doing it for you. No, it's all right. He swans off and yeah. leaves the maid to handle that kind of stuff. Oh. Sewing kits. Do many houses have sewing kits these days but my mum had a, a, a tin full of buttons oh, different buttons i've got one i'd love i'd love that tin of buttons i got a sewing kit for christmas oh it's quite disappointing from the kids my mum oh i've already got one i've got like a big sewing box i've got oh, all the gear george i've got the gear wonderful so You've, she... have you become your mother do you think having a, a, a like a plastic box of yeah. odds and sods yeah yeah definitely wonderful and i make dressing up outfits and I've Brilliant. made dolls, yeah. and I've done all that stuff. I haven't got oh, time. Oh, and, uh, well, you're only one step away from doing your old cosplay costumes as well, aren't you? Well, you say that. <laughs> We've been to cosplay. Yeah, she, did you ever carry on? She was a sexy Velma. I got a lot of ac- like, uh, a lot of action on the photographic uh, front. I was a not-so-sexy Shaggy. Mm. Well, I've got a, I've got a uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I've done it before. Yeah. Wonderful. I lo- it was uh, genuinely... I thought it would be weird. Went to it's like a big Star Wars convention this summer, yeah. uh, or last summer, last August, and uh, it is. I've never done it before, and I know it's a bit. It's a weird thing to do. It is a weird thing to do. But I got there, and I just felt like if I was in a shirt and tie, like I would have been otherwise. Yeah. I would have been the odd one out. Exactly. The only weird thing for me was walking from the car into the convention centre. Once I was yeah, there, I was with my people. No, exactly. And Your is... skirt was very short. I've always I had got... shorts on underneath. Well, but then you've got to be careful. If you Google, George, sexy Velma. Oh, I've been yeah. doing it uh, <laughs> many times before. I'm you sure. get um, women in rubber Velma outfits. You get oh. naked women painted oh, to look like Velma. Yeah. You get men in rubber Transsexual, Velma. Transsexual, yeah. transvestite. Well, yeah, it really is a very yeah, It's murky. a big world, isn't it? Sexy women in costumes. And wow. I'm sure they make a lot of money. Well, actually, I remember... Um, you can see online people sell calendars themselves, and they're not celebrities, they're just people who do yeah. cosplay, and they just dress up in sexy things and make a calendar and sell it all. So well, like- it was odd, because I was approached by a lot of people, mostly men, um, and it turns out Velma is their absolute favourite character. I told you. Who yeah, knew? Who knew? Yeah, you- well, I, I imagine she must be the one... In one of the Scooby-Doo films... In one of the actual... In one of the actual movies with real people... Oh, she's people, the accessible one as opposed to Daphne. There, um, Velma goes out on a date mm-hmm. and she dresses up in, like, a, a rubber outfit or something. Oh, my days. Yeah, I know, man. It really is. It's It doesn't bear thinking about. Oh. Um, but the cosplay's weird. I got changed when I was there. And, um, yeah, you feel like you are with your own kind of people, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's wonderful because also... Once you're in a costume, you get to pretend, don't you? And if you like, particularly if you were in like a, if you were, it was a Star Wars one. So if you had a stormtrooper mask or a Darth Vader, no one knows who you are. You can just cut <laughs> loose. You can be Darth Vader, muck yeah. about. Wonderful. There I, was a brilliant Chewbacca, wasn't there? And he was yep. sh- being shepherded through because he had the full gear on. He oh, must God, have been yeah, absolutely roasting. He was being shepherded through by about four different people: couple of men, couple of women, all dressed as Han Solo. Yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, a lot of a lot of boobs on display there. At the yeah, because my outfit actually wasn't risque. Oh, the skirt was. I had shorts on. Yeah, but, but the there skirt were women was. there with like spray on. You know, we're talking spray no, on yeah, catsuits. Um, yeah. It can be a very sexy. Uh, way I think we to found off, George's uh, little fetish. <laughs> 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 
There we go. Ooh. Fun, sexy time. Yeah. But anyway, um, I can I be, can I be a man? A man name? My name's George Sanderman. You're on the list, buddy. Of course you. Of course you. We'll read the list. Well, I. Lovely. I don't know if I can read a full list because I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm so uncomfortable this evening. I really, uh, really don't feel oh, very well yeah, at all. But don't matter. Um, yes, George Sanderman, you are on the list, and you will be performing at Performance Ring yeah, a week on you, Sunday. Yeah. There are four tickets left for it. Ooh. Four tickets. I know. Left. I've been. Oh, I'm because I'm the guy. I, I'm, I've been told we've got to move house. We've got a viewing tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'm moving out of London. I've got to write this thing. I'm, I'm so nervous about my performance ring because yeah. I just I don't feel like I've got the time to, you know, really get it down to be the best little ten minutes of Catherine, uh, scary him, London stories ever. Put this I'm man at ease. You, hang on a minute. Can I just say, George sent me a picture of some coffins, um, used coffins, mm-hmm. that were in um, a mausoleum oh. as a teaser. So... Amazing. Already, it's going to be brilliant. But it's going to be brilliant. Right. The the thing about performance ring is that everyone is just thrilled to bits that you're doing something. So <laughs> you can't lose. It's like being right. It's like being the groom at the wedding. Not the best man. The best man's got to perform. The groom. <laughs> everyone loves that poor guy, <laughs> and, they, and they want you to win. So don't be nervous about it. Whatever you offer is going to be brilliant because you will be doing it, and it's a really support. I mean, such a supportive crowd. That's what everyone well, said who's done it. But if you're if you're rubbish, George, we will destroy you. Yeah, we throw stuff. That's fine. You have to catch me first. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Let's go to Tracy. Evening, Tracy. Evening, Ian. Evening, Tracy. I don't need a nickname. I've already got one. What is it? I'm the Duchess from Staffordshire. The, oh yeah, well that's not a nickname. Though. That's a title. Ah, uh, so I'm better. Your nickname. nickname... Yeah. Is okay. Common Tracy. Oh, I was going to go Racy Tracy. No, Common. Oh, gosh. Common. Oh, thanks, Ian. How do you feel about that? Do I, is that how I sound? Yes. I said people okay. wouldn't like it. I said people wouldn't like it. It's on the okay, screen. Okay, that's common, fine with me. It's Common Tracy. I've been called a lot worse, and I've got some men for you. Oh, yes, go on. <laughs> is, yes. There's quite a few. Go. Paul Newman. Uh, Paul Newman, yep. Nicole Kidman. Kidman, yep. John Goodman. Oh, good. John Goodman really is. If John Goodman is in a film, I will go and I will slap down dollar and go and see He's that. He's a good actor. He makes he makes any film instantly I he brilliant. Dead. John Goodman, the what, the Roseanne's husband. Oh, I was thinking of then John Candy. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> the other yeah, fat man. That's what I'm thinking of the other fat Lee Herman. Oh, Pee-wee. Oh, man, <laughs> these are gold. Yeah. Dwayne Dog Chapman. Who? Oh, yeah, the Who? dog. Who's that? Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh. Oh, I used to love that. Didn't he? Did he go um, to prison? It all went a bit peaked on, yeah, but I used to love that. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. Oh, now, he, um, yes, he directs Phil. Hang on a minute. Have you got these off the internet? No, my son, I've mentioned it to my son, and he just come out with the long brief. Well, why is your... Okay, tell me who Charlie Kaufman is. He's a film director. Okay. You just told her that. Go on. Dustin Hoffman. Who's... Who is he? He's an actor. Okay, okay, all right. All right. right, was it Rain Man? 
Was it Rain Man? There's another one. I, I can't. I can't. Three hundred and sixty-two. David Letterman, and that's a lot. Is that okay. was that Denzel Washington again? No, <laughs> shut up, man. Um, uh, David Letterman. All right, excellent comment, Tracy. Okay, thank you. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. I'm going to lie on my stomach during the news. That's what I'm going to do. Oi, yay, yay, Right, another hour. Uh, of this nonsense coming up, we've got Ian Anderson uh, from Jethro Tull coming on to talk about the burden of having the name Ian. He was lovely, wasn't he? He was yeah, good fun, good. actually. Um, uh, and we'll play Dave Mason tomorrow. Dave Mason was lovely, but it was one of those interviews where there was not a lot being given. I get the impression from him he's very shy. He's shy and he's private. Those two things together make for stilted conversation. He's shy, he's private, and he's a serious musician. And also, we we were supposed to interview him, like, a week before, and for some reason he wasn't answering his phone. He'd made a mistake. And then when we started this one, his phone signal was breaking up, and I was thinking, maybe we just go with this. And we did. But we kind of said, look, I'm sorry, man, we can't hear a word you're saying. And, uh, but we had to, because that album is so amazing. Yeah. And we've been so obsessed with it. Yes. Uh, but he's tomorrow, but it'll be um, um, Ian, what's his name? Anderson. Thank you very much indeed from uh, Jethro Tull. Uh, there's still time for you to call in, though, dear listener. If you wish, you wanted topics, you have got topics. It is a fight special. Your stories, please, about being in fights, starting fights, watching fights. If you've been somewhere, if you've been somewhere, if you've ever been in a bar and someone has actually smashed a chair over the back of someone's head, that would be awesome. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're looking for people whose name ends in man, um, and uh, the chart. We don't normally do kids stuff and reminiscing stuff, but 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 um, chants that you had uh, in the school playground, please. Uh, you can watch me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee. Hello. Uh, and you can go and chat to people there. Uh, you can also, of course, uh, call in 0344 499 dear listener, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here's a message from the Haters Club.
Um, bit of Imani Coppola. Love Imani Coppola. Um, as you know, Catherine, I'm not friends with anybody on Facebook. I am friends with Imani Coppola on Facebook. She just posted some pictures that she's painted. Oh. And I'm kind of tempted to... What, buy one? Yeah, I'm tempted to buy one. Tempted to buy one, you know, because I think she's so fantastic. Um, although I'm really getting into the band at the moment, the band. Swampy, they're kind of swampy. What does that mean? I played you. I played you some of the band the other day on YouTube. All right. Oh, I can't remember. Because I'm reading the Robbie Robertson book, which um, a lot of the reviews said it was dry. And it is dry, but I'm enjoying its dryness. It's, um, I'm enjoying that. They were Bob Dylan's backing band when he went electric. Oh, right. And people would, uh, they would... Call him Judas. Yeah, and so they did this whole tour with Bob Dylan where the first half, they people would love it because he'd go out and he'd play his acoustic guitar. Second half, the, the Hawks, as they were called then, would go out and back him. And people would boo them. <gasps> Just, you know, 15,000 people would boo them. Imagine... And it, they kind of made him like a, you know, an army, this, this tight little thing. And Dylan loved it. Dylan loved it. Um, so I'm digging them at the moment a lot. But I, I, my um, band, to Kingdom Come, double CD, I, it, it got lost in the great purge of CDs. So I've just bought it again for £3.41. Yes, Jonathan! Hi, Ian. Jonathan. I've got a quote and I'd like a nickname. Okie dokie. Let me... Uh, uh, what are we doing first? Quote first. Okay, my quote is, stupid, sexy Flanders. Hang on a second, my computer is um, doing the spinning wheel, which means that um, I've asked it uh, to do... Which means I've asked it to go from one window to another, and for some reason, it can't cope with that, you stupid computer! So I've got a force quit word! Unbelievable! Force quit... Oh, that's because someone got me to try and click on something. That's why. Uh, Did you save your document before it quit? I, I've, it's a, I've got to force quit it, so I can't save it. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's find out. The, the, the great... Ima- yeah, I got it. Right. Um, hang on a second. Hang on. God, computers. Computers. Uh, say it again. Stupid, sexy flounders. Um, he said lustfully... Well, hang on. Who said it lustfully? Um, you've got a fill, right? Let's say Grant in brackets, Mitchell. Where's Grant come from? You can't add. Well, okay. Grant said, "What was it? Sexily? Lustfully? Lustfully?" Yeah, there's a difference. Hang on. As he arrived in the hospital waiting room suddenly the story has a location it's a hospital waiting room i'm liking this yes yes anyway where where else um jonathan 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 i've got a name for you but i'm gonna have to use the dump button (laughs) it's a good name you'll hear it on the facebook so you're gonna get swears on the facebook it's a good name but I'm gonna have to use the dump button. Would you like to hear it? You, now you I'm can really you can say now. I don't want to hear it, and that's fine. And we never discuss this any further. Well, this is my. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name, isn't it? It's a strong it's name. It is a great name. <laughs> we cannot. We cannot. We we just. We're gonna have to refer to you as the nickname that cannot be named, mm. because we can't. You know. 
Um, again, apologies, Facebookers, but you know you, you're watching. You're watching a grown-up show. Um, but yes, yeah, so you're, that is that is your nickname. So whenever we we greet you face to face, I know you often come to our events, and it's one always wonderful to see you. We will, if I see you on the other side of the bar, go, hey, look over there, it's the yeah, and I will. I'll wave back, I think, or, or run away. I Beautiful. don't know what will happen. Beautiful. It's a great nickname. It's, 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 it's affectionate. It's, all the, it's the best nickname I've come up with all night. It really is, and that shows my high regard for you. Have there been any other really good ones? Nah, not really. No one's He's not been play. trying. No, I, I, do you know what? I feel, I feel so un- uncomfortable with this chest thing. I do worry that maybe I'm dying. Um... I've got the kids all day you tomorrow. Think you're dying. Yeah, I do. I can't die. I can't die before Saturday because I've got the kids. But then I can't die before Sunday because we've got. We've got plans. I can't die Monday because I'm teaching at a university mm-hmm. on Monday. No, don't. You could don't. die during the lesson. They'd no. never forget you. Mm. I've um, <laughs> I've done the unthinkable, Jonathan. Uh-huh. And What's this that? evening, I sent an email to my boss asking for a week off. Oh, brilliant. You've wanted some time off for ages. You said that a little... Did you notice, Catherine, uh, the nickname that can't be named? Yeah. The S said that a little bit too... Hence the nickname. (laughs) Oh, man! You're the the man, Jonathan. You're the man. You've been working hard. You've just been working hard. Not really. It's not a real job. But, um, yeah, I've I've, I've asked my boss. Boss, please can I have a week off in March? It's about five weeks from now. And... For some, you know me. I don't. I can't. I don't like asking for stuff. So I've yeah. written in the email. Please, can I have a week off in five weeks' time? It's for Nana's funeral. What? What? Well, because I thought I should have a good reason. What is it? Some sort of five-day festival of death? Yeah, she's Indian. <laughs> right. Okay. You never and mentioned that before. You. And she's on a life support machine. And you know, they said there's probably not long. Wow to go stop with the so i just thought i just thought you can't just say oh you know it's, it's just been christmas oh, can i have a week off because i'm knackered you were allowed time off. Are, are you yeah well i have yeah. to pay like 80 pounds a day or something don't i if i take it off during term time you'll have to pay that even if you're not dying surely yeah you do well i just hope the headmaster denny mr morris says, yes, no, this looks like it'd be culturally beneficial to you. You yeah. can have the time off. I wonder who I'll get instead, what my present will be. Um, you might get Bob Mills. Yes. Uh, he always brings chocolate. You won't get Hardeep. You might get... Um, does he bring chocolate? Bob Mills has got a I tradition. Don't... It comes a time of the night where he says, right, it's chocolate time. Yeah, he did. He bought me a double-decker. What? A, what an abs- he's, he's old school, Mills. He knows the way to my heart. He is old school. I love Bob Mills. I th- his show. Have you heard his show on a Sunday, Jonathan? Yeah, it's really good. He's really sort of upbeat and very welcoming. He's so clever. He's, he knows, is it? I was about to say, he knows so much He taught me the stuff. word shibboleth. Oh, yeah. Do you know what shibboleth is? I can work this out, actually. Shibboleth. Shibboleth. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I, I do, but what do you think it means? I know what it is, because Bob Mills taught me. Well, hang on a minute. Bob Mills told you that his, his mum was Mrs Mills, the piano yeah, yeah, player, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you tweeted that, <laughs> and, I, was, I, and I, I googled it, straight thinking, well, that doesn't sound real. I googled it, and of course it wasn't real. No, but real. I've checked this one out, because I, yeah, once bitten. I don't know, is it like Widdishins? Do you know what Widdishins is? See, I, You I'm, told me this before, and I'm I can't remember. I'm as clever as Bob Mills. I know what Widdishins is. Widdishins. Is that a real word? 
Yes, it is, mate. And I'll tell you why I learnt it. Because my nan, Nanny Peg, said, oh, look at the cat, it's running with Oh, what does that mean? Anti-clockwise. Oh! Yeah! Oh. Yes! Right, shibboleth. Yes. Is, um... It's a word that will betray someone as not being from the place they're supposed to be if they say, if they, if... So, for example, um... So, if someone says, uh, Warwick, you can tell that they're not, not English. Hang on, what do you mean? Like, instead of Warwick. So, if they say mispronounce an, a place name? Uh, something like that. So, if they say they... Mousehole instead of Mousel? Yes. But what does that prove? That they're not from the... Right, because basically, I think it's from the Bible. I bet he explained it better. He did. It's from the Bible. <sighs> and it was something to do with being able to tell whether you were, like, from... You know, whether you're a Samaritan or a whatever the other one was. A Visigoth. Or a. Uh, no, not a Visigoth. Why not a Visigoth? That's well, right. They weren't around at the same time. Visigoths were Germans, idiot. Visigoths were giants. No, they weren't. Ed, you're a Christian. Were Visigoth giants or Germans? They were Germans. Said giants. He did, the, he did big hands apart as if to imply size. No, you're thinking of something else. No, Visigoths no, were flipping. They weren't. They Cause- were. Of course they were. They, they were. were giants. No, they weren't. Why are you no, even? Is. Why this is this is for um for this is oh, for Chris. Why are you even arguing? They were giants. They weren't no, Germans. Anyway, <laughs> it's a very guy. interesting thing. You ever made love to a German? No. The oh, only German I on. knew was gay. Hang on, we can put German. Herman the German. Herman mm. the German. Herman the German. There we go. We got there, Jonathan. I'm not sure where we got to, but well, we got to Germany apparently. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull coming up soon. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Here's a sad story. Climate. Gosh. <clears throat> deliver rude. Oh. Now we know people who um, deliver you know, rude. Person. A man ordered a takeaway with Deliveroo, only for his crazy ex to turn up with it. Then oh. refused to hand it over. Instead, the courier verbally abused, stunned Nick Bowden, twenty-five. She demanded cash she claimed he owed her from their romance three years earlier. Then stormed off with his KFC bargain bucket meal. Oh, that's a low blow. That's mean. Not the bucket. Um, Chef Nick. Chef. What? Who ordered it to ease a hangover. Said, I opened the door and my crazy ex stood there and said, Where's my money? Oh. She has this idea I owe her. I asked her for my food. She said no. I didn't know how to react, as I was hung over. I said, I'll get more free food, and you'll probably get sacked. Her face dropped and she fled. Nick of Bristol had used a £20 voucher to place the online order with a £1 tip for whoever brought it. Deliveroo sent his order with another courier and issued a £5 voucher. There's all these different ways. So you can you can order KFC to be delivered. 
That's inc- I've never had KFC. It was so nice. I bet it's delicious. I had the coleslaw once. No, didn't you have? You did. No, I I've not. I thought we did once no. when we were coming back from when we were coming back from uh, the haunted pub. Didn't we have a like a chicken burger or something? No. Oh. No, I don't think so. Must have been someone else, different pub. <clears throat> no, I don't think we did. But there are so many different ways of ordering... Because Uber deliver food mm-hmm. now. Um, I'll give that a try. Um, we, we've experienced experienced the deliver Deliveroo. Yes. Um, with varying results. They've always been good results, haven't they? No, there was that one time when we ordered... Uh, maybe we ordered it a bit late. The in, the Indian meal, and it came really late. And Oh, that was absolute pony, that. Yeah. That was... We had an argument about that. Yeah, we that did. That was pony. And that was the Deliveroo's fault, really. Uh, no, no, no. No, it wasn't. It was your fault. No. Because they phoned you up and said it was going to be late. No, and no, you they should didn't. have said... You, they, I re- no, 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 no. You no, should no, no. have cancelled it. No, what happened was I tried... I rang up to cancel it, yeah. and they said, but we're just coming, we'll be five minutes. We're turning into your street now. He can see your door. Yeah. Anyway, let's not go there again, because it was, it was a bad moment. You should have... Um, I know. ...told him to jog on. Well, I was too kind-hearted. It backfired. <sighs> Hey, up, Pabs. How do? How do? A lot of boobs in the papers today, aren't they? It does make me uncomfortable. Well, the papers I'll read. Unless you're talking about those uh, boobs in the White House. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, here's a story. Listen to this, right? Lots of pictures of um, uh, the future Queen's arse as well. Oh, really? Not if she's got jeans on. That's all right, though, isn't it? She's the queen of our arse. <laughs> the queen of arse. Her uh, uh, dearly departed mother-in-law, uh, the queen of hearts. She's the queen of arse. That poor, poor girl can't win. She's either she's either got n- not enough weight on her, or she's showing her backside, or she's leaning over, yeah. or her skirt's blowing up, yeah. or she's got too much makeup on, yeah. or she's not got enough makeup on, yeah. or you can see her grey hair, yeah. or her hair's a bit messy. Mm-hmm. Can't win. No, she can't. I mean, in the, it's all academic. In the future, it's basically it's going to be her and Will's progeny are going to be have to be married off to a Ivanka Trump or somebody. I else. beg your pardon. I said Ivanka. <laughs> what yeah, a name! Is. What a name! What a name! Indeed, a, a suicidal woman. Don't worry, it gets good. Who paid a contract killer to murder her? Gosh has sued him oh. because he failed to go through with the deal and breached her consumer rights. This is a case for Jonathan Vernon-Smith. <laughs> it is. That's, that's going to be a tricky... Because uh, how do you defend yourself in that? Does he have to then kill her if, to, to avoid any kind of charges? Pay or? her and then kill her. After several failed attempts to take her own life, the woman decided to pay a hitman to do the job. Where? I'm guessing, like, China or Back Russia. Back uh, uh, Brazil. That's not actually a bad idea. This is not a bad idea. But after giving him cash and her car, he vanished without delivering the service. <laughs> the woman, who cannot be named, told a court near Brazil's capital, Brasilia, 
that the hired killer had breached her consumer rights. But the judge said the agreement should have been signed at a public notary office to be legally binding. Oh. He said that even if a written contract had existed, it would not be valid because the act was already unlawful. If you can't trust your contract killers, who can you trust these days? Breach of contract killer. Unbelievable. It's a contract killer. Do it. Well, he's just saying he's the president now, and anybody else who wants to do the same thing now knows they need to get it signed and notarised before uh, they continue to change any kind of monies. Always get a contract, get it um, overseen by um, a member of the legal team if you can. Pay on your credit card, you get the extra insurance. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Or get the back signed by a doctor or a teacher, if at all The clue's in the title. He's a contract killer. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. It's murder. It's Moida. Moida! One day... I was telling Kath this. My biggest fear, Pablo, is that one day I will go... I'll get arrested, sent to prison for a murder that I didn't commit. By the one-armed man? Yeah, well, no, I... Well, I I, I get the reference. Catherine doesn't. She's a young lady. I get it. I do. What? It's, um, The Fugitive, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I just it, wrote that down well. on a bit of paper and showed it to you. No, you did yes, not. Yes, I did. Um, That's an outrage. That is absolutely true. I just... You know there's a camera on you. Yeah, and that's what I showed her. No, you never. Um, no, it's, honestly, it's my fear. And, and Catherine's going, oh, you wouldn't last ten minutes in prison. I would, because I would totally... Totally. I would find the toughest, biggest, strongest bear... To be your sugar daddy. T- oh, completely. You turn that pocket out and hold on to it. Oh, you don't get that reference, Catherine. Oh, I do. I do. I do. I know it. Right. Oh, um. Yes? Yeah. My missus has broken a couple of ribs. Has she? Of yours yeah. or her own? <laughs> you know, just a random passerby. It's, uh, it's quite difficult legally. Can't do nothing yeah. about ribs. We got all. Oh, we can send a man to the moon. We can. Um, uh, we can. Uh, we can. I don't know. Find a cure for the, the common cold. We can go back in time. We cannot do anything no. with a broken rib because my dad's yeah. got them as well. He, he uh, came a cropper at New Year. And the hail. It's still. It's still affecting them now. He, well, he was on a cruise, he was on a cruise ship, right? (laughs) And mum said it was his own fault. She gave him no sympathy whatsoever because it was clearly at an icy cruise ship deck and she went and abided by the, um, be careful signs and my dad decided to take a shortcut and went A over T and really hurt himself. The ship's doctor, like in the love boat, had a look at him didn't scan him or anything, and said, oh, you'll be all right, give it five or six days. My dad is in agony. Yeah. My yeah. dad is in agony at this point. To sue the point them. where he, he can't cough just, or sneeze without thinking he is going to die. The total does say uh, six weeks. Yeah, well, is exactly. In the end, he ended up going to, the, to, to A&E and they had a look at him and they saw that he would actually, um, yeah, dud his ribs in. And, it, and you can't do anything. They can't set those, can they? No, well, it, was, it was our first night out um, properly since the, since the baby, since mm. the baby, um, and uh, obviously a few drinks may have been imbibed. Uh, but we got back home, got the babysitters off. It was all grand, and uh, she just uh, did a little bit of a, a pirouette in, in slightly um, inappropriate shoes, and oh, no. one foot on the mat, one foot on the floor, and she went and landed right on a chair, oh. and. Uh, 
but they don't even give the X-ray. Uh, I would just like to know how many she's broken. Or no. It's, uh, can, it's, you not, can you not give her a little no, squeeze they and can, feel? Don't they sound out your chest? Isn't that what they do? They tap Well, she did it on, on the back, so it, it, it's it's like she fell and landed on her back and broke them there, so it's it's even more painful, apparently, because oh, everything you do is in, involved in your, your lumbar region. Oh, bless her. So, yeah. Well, she she goes on a bit about this. I mean, she's allowed. She's allowed. I'm going to pass pass the baby back and forth. Pablo, listen, thank you for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee, talk radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on air and off the on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We got five minutes before um, Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. So, if you want to call in the next five minutes, we'll take calls straight to air. If you want to. If you don't want to, well, then up yours. Delors is the uh, the only thing I think I can uh, add to that. There's, um... I haven't had Spam for years. I like Spam, though. I used to love Spam. It's, I mean, it's common food, It's isn't filth. It? Yeah. But Very I only ever had it at school. It was, the, oh, we used to, it was the meat that we used to have. It was our meat. When I was growing up, was a tin. I don't know what what is processed it's meat like is processed it. Processed ham. But what does that what does that mean? What what process does it go through? Well, it gets kind of mashed up. <clears throat> It'll be all the bits that get blasted off. Spam fritters, wouldn't it? You fry them. You would cut like a. I wasn't so keen on that. I liked the like cold stuff where you in get a, a slice of that and some chips. Yeah. Yeah, a slice and of some that. beans. Yeah. Mm. Britain's biggest spam fan. has announced he is getting married at a US museum dedicated to spam. What? Mm-hmm. There's a spam museum. What would they have there? The old tins of spam? Yeah. Serving suggestions? Mark, I love spam Benson. Wow. 42, who changed his middle name to reflect his passion. He never... We'll tie the knot in Minnesota. Next, I'm getting to the age now, right, where I start seeing people that look really, really old, and it turns out they're about my age. Now, this fella, he's 42. He's, he's younger than me. Look at him. Let me see. <gasps> no, no, no. 42? No, he's not. All right, here's the question. Why, um, you know, um, spam mails, emails... Yes. Where's that from? Why is it called spam? Is it short for, is it like a, you know. This is good, this is good. This is a good one. Why is it called spam? It's not an acronym. It's not. No, it's not short for anything. I don't know. It's a reference to the tinned meat. Because it's artificial. No, I'll tell you what it is. Because it, it came about in the, I guess the 80s, the 90s, when uh, when uh, the only people to use computers were geeky men, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the it comes from the Monty Python sketch. Spam, 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 spam. So they just use that word. Because it's kind of never-ending. Because it's never-ending and it's relentless and you don't want it. That's better than your visilith. Shivalith. Ba-ba-ba-da-ba. His fiance Anne Mosley, 33, surprised Mark of Liverpool. Oh, no. They're from Liddypool. 
Where? Yeah, we're from Liddy. They call it Liddy Pool up there. Do they? They, they, talk, they talk about Crimble instead of Christmas and Liddy Pool. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm going back home to Liddy Pool for the night. I've never heard anyone calling it Liddy Pool. I swear to God. No. I, honestly. No. They call they do. It's not they even call it the pool. No, they don't. <laughs> Jeez, no, they don't. That's all they call it, Liddy Pool. No, they don't. That is that is actually true. No, oh, I'm rejecting that. His That's fiance spam. Anne Mosley, thirty-three, surprise, Mark of Liddy Pool. Surprise, surprise. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Mark, put the spam down. Mark, put the spam down. Mark. Come make love to me. <laughs> I don't want to. I put spam on me doodah. Come oh, on. Oh God. Surprise him with the news. And revealed right google this hawaiian spam festival is that where it comes from they will also honeymoon at a hawaii festival dedicated to the retro favorites i mean fair play this is in all the papers right. so the spam marketing team fair play you've played a blinder you've got spam out there brilliant yes. So the Spam Jam Hawaii, it's called. Right, what happens there? Give me the itinerary. Spam Jam is a street spam festival jam. that celebrates the people of Hawaii's love for spam, a canned meat from Hormel Foods. In Hawaii, you'll find spam, registered trademark, mm. at all grocery and convenience stores, many restaurants, and in most homes. Oh, yeah. I wonder why... It must be because it's, like, off the mainland. And it's I like Hawaii. I like Hawaii, but I was only there for, I've been there twice for about four Where days. Where have you been, though? Which one? Hawaii. And, um... I swear to God, if one more person said aloha to me, I was going to smack them in the face. What's that thing they say when they do that? No. I got laid in Hawaii. Did you? Yes, I did. Yeah, straight away at the airport. Yeah, they, put they don't the... mess around, do they? Each place in the world seems to have its signature food <laughs> you, you, you really thought I was confessing to a sexual... No, I didn't. Da- did you? Oh, yeah, you mean that. You may have heard about tomatoes, ribs, onions or pumpkins, but you've never seen anything like this. A Spam Festival! I love it. It's a cultural tradition in Hawaii and rated as one of the top annual food festivals in Hawaii. I want to go. The Waikiki Spam Jam, which starts <laughs> at 4pm and ends at 10pm. Oh. So it's, 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 it's six just, hours. It's a night of Spam. Is one of the most popular festivals in Hawaii because of its great food and high-quality article writing services. I went to Waikiki. I think I think I was in when we went to Waikiki. Mm-hmm. Didn't see any spam. My parents went to Oahu. It's, like it's quite posh there. It, the mountains and the the volcanic rock and the beaches are beautiful. They're, it's all constant eighty three degrees all year round. But all of the towns, you could be anywhere in America. Yeah. That's the thing. So it's just it's just the spam. Malls. Several of Honolulu's finest restaurants will be serving up spam in many different ways. Honolulu, baby. <laughs> Two merchandise tents will be selling spam-themed items, including T-shirts, mm. shorts, sport balls and slippers. <laughs> I could be up for this. A variety of Hawaiian craft booths will also be set up in the streets. Can we persuade um, Mr Morris, the headmaster, to... Um, maybe I might go... When is it? Because I might go on my week it's off. Spam jam. Let's see about the event. Mm. Date, date, date. Spam jam. Oh, d- uh, Saturday, April 29th. That oh, is a Saturday. Oh, no, a bit busy. A bit busy then. It's on Kalakaua Ave- Avenue. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, uh, yeah, we went there. I know it, I know it really well. <laughs> Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ah. <sighs> 
So, Ian Anderson, Jethro Tull, playing, uh, he's playing with this um, Mandoki group on uh, f- the March the 3rd, mm-hmm. I believe, So he's, he's in a group with people from Supertramp. Yep. Uh, well, Toto. Toto. Manfred Man's Earth Band. And these are guys that just get together and they play each other's songs by the sound of things. What we, uh... Well, it's it's like a proggy version of Ringo Starr's all-star Ringo band. Which is what I'll tell you in a second when we talk. We, we'll say no more. Because, well, say some more. Um, but yeah, so we spoke to him and I wasn't really sure, because I don't really know a lot about Jethro Tull. I was kind of testing the waters um, of getting a guest that I didn't know particularly much about. But there was something you knew all about. And that was the, uh, being called in. The, bur- the burden, uh, the curse of having a really limp first name. And uh, I've hated my parents. So, uh, Turns out you're not alone anyway. Stay tuned. Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. Hello, Ian. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine, yes. This is another Ian. Nice to speak to you, sir. Yes, I think you've got the you've got the extra I. I've got the extra I. I, I don't want to say I spell it correctly, but that's what... well, you do. <laughs> so unfortunately, my 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 father wanted to give me the extra I, but yeah. my mother, being English, didn't really kind of go for the full Gallic thing. So she it was a bit of a compromise to emphasise ever... it. Well, do you ever feel a bit um, disappointed with the name Ian? If to me, it's always felt a bit nothingy there's no you know there's no hard letters in there i've got the extra i but it doesn't really it's, i've always said it was a bit of a limp name it is indeed it's a very limp name even more i mean when i was born it was actually quite an okay name but mm. over the years particularly i think you saw into the 80s and 90s yeah. it became one of those trendy names for everybody to call their offspring ian you know what once kevin had been recognized <laughs> to be truly naff <laughs> oh, and colin no. wasn't even in with a shout yeah. ian was the next victim to to be a bit of a, a trendy name. It's 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 the only cross I have to bear, so I'm not doing too badly. Hey, listen, man, it's such a thrill to talk to you. Um, the Mandoki Soulmates. Now, I must admit, I hadn't heard of the Mandoki Soulmates, and yet you guys have been playing together in various formations for years. Yes, indeed. Well, not 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 many people other other than I suppose those in Germany would know who Mandoki's soulmates were. I, I remember being approached by Leslie Mandoki about. 20 years ago mm. to do some concert with him um, and he was trying to twist my arm partly because he said he was a huge fan when he grew up in in Hungary and then managed to escape during the time of you know the sort of communist control yeah. and he escaped to the west as a refugee um, long before Mrs. Merkel was waiting at the other end of the tunnel to give him a big squeeze and a hug. Um, but, uh, yeah, he got in there pretty early and, uh, set up uh, a recording studio in, uh, in the southern part of Germany and, and, you know, became quite successful doing yeah. recordings with various people. And it was always his dream to try and put together some concerts with some of his musical heroes. So, uh, I was one of the people that he got in touch with and, uh, and so I agreed to do something and along with a whole bunch of other worthy like Jack Bruce and... Uh, well, has he literally just gone through his record collection, gone, right, Manfred Mann's Earth Band, I'll have someone from that. Super Tramp, yeah, we'll get... S- Jethro Tull, we- has he just done that? It, well, you know, that that would sound a little cynical. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, I, think, I think Leslie Mandoki is, is a... He's an entrepreneur as well as... Right. A, a creative musician and and, and a record producer. But, you know, he, he knows a good thing when he finds it. Yeah. It's it's something that thus far he's only ever done in Germany, and I've I've rather dissociated myself from doing too many of these concerts because it all smacks a bit of come and sing a, a couple of your famous yes. songs and um, 
and be part of the the, 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 the overall picture. I mean, the, the Germans love that sort of thing. And this is an opportunity, I suppose, for British fans of various musicians who yeah. are going to be on the bill to see uh, them gathered together in one place, albeit maybe just a to sing or perform in two or three songs each through through an evening of uh, very varied, very eclectic, well, exactly. and slightly progressive rock and jazz. The um, the press release, I don't know if you've seen it, Ian, but it does make it sound a bit like Ringo Starr's all-star band, but with it, prog it, rock and jazz. Yeah, but at least you've heard of Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of Ringo's, uh, Ringo's work. What is it like when y- you get together with all these different musicians from all these different groups, and they're, they're you know, Man from Man's Earth Band through to Tull through to Supertramp and Toto. That's some quite different stuff in there. Are you all eyeing each other up, you know, thinking, well, let's see what they can do now? Or, or, or you know, what's it like when you first get together and rehearse? Well, some of us have known each other, you know, a little bit at least through, you know, previous interactions. Yeah. But, um, I mean, who would who would want to turn down a chance to, to sing... Uh, Sunshine of Your Love with, yeah. with Jack Bruce or, or perform on A Whiter Shade of Pale with Gary Brooker or or um, Smoke on the Water with John Lord. Yeah. You know, to get the chance to do those things, it's been, you know, one of those fantastic memories for me. And I'm not sure if they would seem to feel the same about having had to get up and sing a couple of verses of one of my songs. But it's, um, it is an opportunity to do these things with people whose, whose work you, you, you know is very iconic with mm. a broad brush of rock and roll. And you still enjoy it, Ian, playing live, going out in front of an audience. Because I, I, I'm a big fan of, of acts from the 60s and the 70s. And, you know, the, 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 you guys are getting a little bit older. And the one thing that people always seem to say to me is the travelling. If I could do the shows without doing the travelling, that would be the dream situation. Well, I understand what they mean. In a funny kind of a way, the travel is easier when you organise it yourself. I can remember the days when we used to use travel agents and then you were in somebody else's hands to try and figure out you know what was the best connection what was the best airline what was the best way of getting from a to b and and you they didn't necessarily understand some of the nuances of what made you know logical and pragmatic Mm. travel arrangements um work and and happily 10 15 years ago that all came to an end and these days by the time i've researched what flights we might take i might as well just press the button and yeah. put my credit card on the line and pay for them. And, and and therefore, a lot of the stress that used to exist in touring back in the 70s and 80s and 90s has, has diminished with the the benefits that you have for kind of hands-on control mm. and i and i i kind of like doing that stuff it's it's not a it's not an imposition i mean there's sometimes a day in the office i could do without yeah in a way it's it's a bit of the it's the backroom stuff. It's the planning. It's, it's 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 the thrill you might get, you know, from planning your next vacation, mm. in, you know, in Italy or or Barbados or wherever you might be going. I mean, it's it's a bit of a thrill planning this kind of romantic adventure, and 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 I, I find it not so bad at all, really, as yeah. long as um, as long as um, British Airways fly there. And um, sadly, of course, these days they've decided to punish every every one of their customers who doesn't fly in the front of the aeroplane oh, by yes. making us now pay for our drinks. Yes. Even a glass of water you've got to pay for, which is, you know, British Airways becoming Ryanair overnight <laughs> is a real sad... Can I ask, how tall are you, Ian? Because I'm wondering as well if you get... Because I'm 6'4", and so travelling, you know, the, the, the normal travelling is, is hard work, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm about 3'8". Yeah, um, oh... Okay. So I, <laughs> 
No, I'm I'm a kind of five foot eight guy who right. sits in economy on short haul flights, and I actually prefer to be right. Um, getting an exit row if I can find one. Yep. But um, you know, on long haul, I tend to travel with a bit more leg space. But um, I'm going to Australia and New Zealand Uh-oh. in April, so I shall be um, hopefully on a flat bed for most of the way because it really, really is a long grind. Oh, that's my, my family just moved to New Zealand last year and um, my sister and her kids, and I'd love to go and see them, but I just can't face the flight. The, that, and I couldn't afford to, you know, to, go f- to, to get the bed seats. That flight just terrified me. It, it's a, it is a real chore. I have to say, you you, you really got to bite the bullet, and mm. and some people just sleep their way through it yes. or drink their way yes. through it, which is inadvisable. But um, I think when you go to Australia or New Zealand, you you've really got to accept that this is a big adventure. You probably yeah. don't want to do it every year. I mean, I don't go. I, I go every two or three years to Australia and New Zealand, but it's um, it's not something at all that I enjoy just because of the length of it. But um, you know, medium haul around Europe or a bit further afield. I'm, you know, tape. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a commute. I mean, it takes me as long to get to London yeah. from where I live in the West Country as it does from you know Heathrow to Munich. Are you uh, uh, toll fascinate me, Jethro? Toll fascinate <laughs> me, Ian, um, because you're so unlike anything else that was kind of going on at the time and um you know here we are sort of 40 well 40 odd years later you know and i noticed that you've got loads of you know uh, the multi-disc reissues of aqualung and various other bits and pieces um are you surprised that that a how successful successful jethro toll was and b that you know 40 45 years later it's still a force to be reckoned with well, when I was a kid, I, I didn't really grow up being a fan of pop music or rock and roll or whatever it was called back then. <clears throat> I, I, I listened to jazz and blues and classical music, and, and it seemed that most of the, the artists were people who were either already dead or they weren't feeling terribly well. <laughs> you know, they, they, these yeah. were old guys. These yeah. were people of my father's generation. That's what I grew up listening to. So it didn't seem to me terribly odd that one day I would be like that, mm. and therefore, why would I not still be you know, um, God willing, uh, be able to perform at that that sort of uh, illustrious age and and manage to hold down my job. If I'd been the captain of a 747 working for British Airways, I would have had to have retired just short of five years ago. I mean, no question. You're out. Some of of the best shows I've seen in the last few years have been, you know, uh, performers in their 60s and 70s. You know, it just seems to get better and better. Were you... Absolute bloody-minded when when Tull started, you know that that, that it was going to be a success. Well, I, I, I thought in terms of a uh, maybe having a, a first of all, if we managed to be successful enough to make an album, that that was that was the first goal, right? And, and we managed to do that actually in our first year, and then beyond that, I suppose the goal would be were we successful enough to headline in. In Bristol Colston Hall, <laughs> you know, or yeah. Hammersmith Odeon or whatever it might be, you know, the, those were the goals. And then to go to America and to try and see if we could, um, you know, win over the Americans, mm. which some managed to do and some famously didn't. Yeah. So there, there were sort of goals along the way, but I suppose by 72, 73, you know, we had played in many countries of the world by then and, and achieved a degree of success. So it, was, it wasn't complacency, it was just the knowledge that you'd done most of the things that you set out to do, and therefore it was a job there, you know, from there on to be not repeating yourself, but developing along those lines yeah. and just sort of not, not getting too crazy. I mean, I was 
saying to a, uh, an American journalist this afternoon that you know the only time I really didn't enjoy doing what I was doing was in the mid-70s in America. We were playing these arenas and stadiums, you know, mm. Madison Square Gardens and the Forum and, you know, big stadium, football stadiums, Shea Stadium. Incredible. I mean, and this was really not... It, it may be the dream for many people to do that kind of a thing, but it was actually so unmusical. It just felt like an event. Yeah. You were, you were there at your own event, but you didn't... At least I didn't really feel a sense of engagement with the audience, and certainly it was hard to have an engagement with your fellow musicians because of the, the noise and the the, uh, the hubbub of the audience, mm. sort of for whom it was a big rock and roll event. But obviously, bands like the Stones and, and, and others to this day that's their, that that's what they enjoy. The bigger, the better, and constantly reinforcing the their idea of how enormous they are in the scheme of things. But I, I resolved back then that. I, I really just wanted to never do that again. I had a big row with my manager saying, that's it. No more of this. If wow. I just want to play the theatres, let's just, 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 just keep our heads down and just have a quiet, sensible life of performing in the places that, um, that I enjoy, which are more traditional theatrical venues. It's funny you mention that. I'm just reading um, Robbie Robertson's autobiography, you know, from the band, mm-hmm. and he talks about that the, they, they got to venues that were, that were so big, you, you couldn't speak to each other in the band. You had to walk, you know, t- take 10 paces, 20 paces to go and speak to the bass player because he's on the other side of a ridiculously huge stage. There was no communication going on during a gig. Well, that's the case. I mean, you always have the opportunity, if you so desire, to, you know, play on a smaller stage, even if it's in a bigger yeah. venue. But, you know, we, we tend to set up pretty close together. You know, there's a very defined uh, footprint of the band on a stage. So even if it's a big stage or it's a festival or something, then, you know, we, we are occupying an area where we are within two or three steps of each other for, for that reason, that you want to feel that... Uh, that um, almost physical rapport with your fellow musicians. You don't want to see them as distant objects on the other side of the stage and, and, and be connected only by in-ear monitors, which mm. in itself is quite uh, is, is quite impersonal in a way. Listen, the Mandoki Soulmates, uh, Hammersmith Odeon, uh, I don't know, we don't call it that now. What do we call it now? Oh, God. It's not the Palais, that's for no, sure. No, <laughs> the, the, the Palais Odeon, the Apollo, the Hammers, oh, the London Hammersmith Event Time Apollo, flipping it. Yep. It'll always be the Odeon to me. Uh, that's on Friday, March the 3rd. Um, what else what, what else are you working on? I get the impression that you um, you don't sit still for very long. You, are, are you recording? Are you uh, doing more repackages? What's going on? Yeah, I'm supposed to be recording during these last ten days, unfortunately, through the illness of a couple of members of the band, one of them being me, oh. having come down with a dreaded heavy metal flu when I cuddled Tony Iommi <laughs> at the O2 and after the show with Black Sabbath. Uh, well. A couple of weeks ago, I came down with this awful bug. And, um... <laughs> as a result of which I'm only just kind of getting over there. I can hear you spluttering I, 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 away, yes. Yeah. recording all went by the board, and, and now we're off on tour on Thursday to, where do I go next, uh, Budapest. Beautiful. So um, we're, we're, we're busy as always, but the, the, uh, the first recording sessions for the next album will not now be until March, and then we'll catch up on the rest of it during the year for a 2018 release, because, yes, I dare think that far ahead, even in my <laughs> Good. Years. <laughs> final, final, final. You just mentioned um, Black Sabbath. Were you at the last ever Black Sabbath gig? No, I was going to be right. at the last Black Sabbath gig in Birmingham, but unfortunately, that happened to be one of the days that I had to fit in for uh, for. Uh, 
rehearsals with the band at the time, so I switched it to, to go to see them at the wow, O2. Still As fantastic. it turned out, I could have gone to see them in the, in uh, in Birmingham, but uh, no, I, I chose to do it. I think it was the third the third last concert yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, Ian, absolute pleasure to talk to you, mate. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, great pleasure. I Thanks a lot. People come along to the uh, Hammersmith, whatever it's called. <laughs> have, a, have a great show and enjoy the we'll, variety of, uh, of uh, stars and uh, whoever else uh, is on the stage. We'll point them in your direction. Thank you Thank so you much, much, Ian Anson. Bye-bye Cheers. Now. Bye-bye. Talk Radio. 24-hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.